Ladies and gentlemen, there is no substitute for quality. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Yes. Fantastic and accurate. Yes, very. Not of this show, but accurate. <laughs> now, Wayne. <laughs> Not with that attitude. <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs> Are you telling me you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello. Hello. Hey there. <laughs> I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Wayne Stellini. And I'm a Fulia Cantarmaggio. And you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yay! Yes! <laughs> yes, yes, Yay. yes. Welcome. The gang is all. back together. Yeah. Yes, yeah. great yeah. to be back. Yes, Wayne, it's been, it's been a minute since you've been on. Uh, how, <laughs> how, how have you, how have you been? <laughs> what, why, where did that reaction come from? I, that was not a loaded statement. I was just like, it literally, it's been a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's been a minute and it's, sometimes a minute feels like hours and days, doesn't yeah. it, Kendall? Uh, have you missed me, ladies? Yeah. Yes. 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 One of you's telling the truth. <laughs> Ask me again. <laughs> we'll change the tone yeah, of our voices. We'll, we'll see how we go at the end of the yeah. at the end of the episode. Yeah, I'm having a yeah. really good time. <laughs> this is fucking fantastic. Welcome, everyone. Um, yes, how how have you yeah. been? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, really, really well. Thanks. Had um, you know business to look after in the form of uni work and oh. things like that. And ninety nine percent of it is done. Yes. Amazing news. Yes. So yeah. Wayne's in a very happy place. Oh and, yeah. And that's good. You know, he sleeps now. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He gets to see the sun. That's good. Sometimes. That's important, yeah. Get some fresh air. Good. He's in a good. position to talk in third person. It's just all happening. <laughs> it's going There's a lot well. going on. Oh, it is. You know, I was, I was looking at a novel and I'm like, ooh, maybe I can actually read this now. Wow. Maybe I can actually read something I want to read, yeah. you know, but um, haven't quite committed yet because I know it'll distract me from some slightly uh, more... Pressing matters <laughs> and um, academic writing that I need to do, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm looking forward to it. My academic writing is creative based. Yeah, I know. And that's so, so good. Yeah, that's so, so good. Some positive spin on everything. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. So uh, yeah, look, nothing, nothing too interesting, but keeping productive, keeping happy, yeah. <laughs> which is good. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, predominantly just trying to keep uh, keep the creative mind switched on because it's been dormant for a while. Yeah, yeah it's but not yes, good. But yeah. I, yeah, but I've been working on a on a project um, recently that's coming to the stage, mm. and I know you all know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> and I know that you all. Because ha- we can talk about we it. Can yeah, talk we can about talk it about now. it now. Hilarious dig at Fulia, by the way. Last episode. <laughs> But it's true. Fully is the most relieved out of everyone in the yeah. entire yeah. Fred the Alien organization. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm probably going to get in trouble. I'm going to no, get in trouble. Every no. time I said something, I was getting in trouble. You're just so excited, though. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Great. Well, you know what we just need to do, Fully? Next time you produce a show, we just got to tell you everything except 
what the show is. <laughs> what the title like, is. You're going to be involved in the show, but you're not going to know yes, anything until anything. we tell you. Yes. You'll just get random bits of paperwork and admin. You're like, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Might That's not code. how it's going to work with no, me. No. <laughs> probably not too effective, hey? No. 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 I don't think so. But no. anyway, how have you both been? Yeah. God, man. Uh, retail is fun. <laughs> retail is fun. Yes, we were sharing war stories, weren't we? We were, yeah, yes. Yours yes. were a lot worse than mine, though. Yes, yeah, yeah well, yeah, for, for those who aren't aware, if you're living under a rock, it was Black Friday two yes. days ago at the time of recording, and the, the sales are still on, and the people are still crazy, and we're trying to do what we can, and... We've, I've most, I've had, I've been fortunate and have, I've encountered lovely people that have been understanding and supportive and Mm. it's so good to get all, I encourage anyone listening who doesn't work in retail, just be nice to retail workers at this Mm. time of year and like really just give them positive reinforcement and just be patient and kind because then they will give you the same treatment in return. I mean, we do anyway. But like we'll go out, we'll go the extra mile. Like, exactly. Yeah. I make no bones about it. Yeah. Oh no, there is this misconception about how you you know treat retail workers and hospitality workers. I will say as well because yes, yes, you're like very true. anyone in the service industry. Yeah, it's like, totally. Well, they have to be polite. They have to do this. It's their job and rah rah. rah. Yeah. But I will say this because as being somebody who works in retail mm. and customer service for a very long time, mm, there mm. is a huge difference with the type of service. If you want good service. That's what we're here to provide. Oh, totally, yes. yeah. But you don't know good service until you've been polite to a customer service yeah, person. Yeah, 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 exactly. That is very you will true. Nev- you will never go back. It is exactly <laughs> the same in security. There's yeah. a lot of customer service involved in of security. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so treat, treat us nicely, we'll treat you nicely. Yes. Exactly. It's how it works. Exactly how it works. It makes yeah. sense. But yeah, I, you know, it's still, it's still, you know, okay, we're doing what we can. And yeah. it is that time of year, you know. So um, it's going to happen. Christmas is one month away now. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's ramping up. But yeah, otherwise I've been... Yeah, pretty busy. We had the we actually had the work Christmas party that I am still recovering from. <laughs> <laughs> so work was fun today. For yeah, me. Kendall's a bit fragile today. I am very fragile. I've got my coffee. I've got my water. We got we got Arnott's biscuits. Yeah, we're doing well. Yeah, Kendall's um, fragile. It's open season. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not no that's mercy. Not how really? No. Okay. 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 This is going to be interesting. Um, yeah. I'll be good. I'll be good. 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 No, yes. No. no that's fine. <laughs> anyway, thanks, thanks so much. Um, yeah, so I've, I don't know. I've got some Fred-related stuff for later in the show we mm, to talk about. Yes. So yeah, it's exciting. Yes. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's yeah, just work busy and catching up with people. And oh, oh, I went to a gig Ooh, on Friday night. Too? So my, I saw my brother's band play finally. Oh, wow. Um, so my brother's a, um, a guitarist, and he's been in the the biz for quite a number of years mm-hmm. and a few bands that I've that have come and gone and um, this current iteration he's in this is the first time I was able actual to go, actually able to go wow. uh, yeah it was their album launch Aww. at the Bendigo Hotel in Collingwood nice yeah and it was awesome yeah it was such a good night the crowd was really into it like it was a mixture of their mates and then just randoms that yes. just like the band because they yep. they've been touring around the country quite a bit like yeah, my brother was telling me they've just done Brisbane and Sydney and Adelaide, oh, and then wow. next week they're going to Hobart. So they're like, getting good receptions from people. Yeah, good yeah, response. yeah. Great. It's really, really good. They're called Jack Harlan and the Dead Crows. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And uh, do you remember the name of the album? 
Uh, it's called um, Hymns. Hymns, okay. Beautiful. Yes, it's available on iTunes um, if anyone's keen to check them out. Or yes, we'll have they... a link on our website for it. Yeah, that'd with be great. this post. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, awesome. And then, um, yeah, and then if you're a real hipster, they're pressing it on vinyl as well. Ooh, it's, not, it's, not on, it's not on CD, it's on vinyl. No. Nice. But the album cover artwork is gorgeous. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yes. great. So, yeah, it was really, really awesome to finally, finally see them. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, that's pretty much that's cool. Ooh, my week. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> it was really great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Full year. Full year. My week. Your week. My week. Um, or two, well, two weeks, I guess. Two weeks. Well, I'll only remember the last week. That yeah, I, I know. We forget it. <laughs> Anything after seven days, pff, it's done. It's gone. It's over. This time of year especially. Like, especially, yeah. yes. Very Pretty true. Pretty much. Yes. Uh, I've had some hockey happening. Yeah. Um, last couple of weeks, at least. I uh, had a game on Saturday. Uh, one four one, hey, yeah. which was really good. Just killed it. Almost concussed myself, but hey, yeah. no. it was fun. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't no, do that. Like, it's very bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Have I, I had my training earlier in the week as well. Um, been doing a lot of producing work. Mm, <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, I went out on a shoot. Um, I think it was Wednesday morning yes. for Channel 31. Oh. And then, and then we, we did, we did a thing we that I forgot to mention. <laughs> then me and Kendall went out to see I'm so an amazing group of improv oh, comedians. The best mm. in the world. The guys from Whose Line Is It Anyway yes. came down yes. to Australia. They came down. They've and, done a tour. And, have and, made, and it was the best show Ever. It we, were so we were in from tears the first first, of, from the first act. The first gag that the they did. The first gag they did, we were in tears already. Oh my God, it was And was, was it like watching Who's Line? Or yeah, was it something basically. Different? Pretty oh, much. Okay. Pretty basically much. without Drew Carey. So, okay. so the guys that came down, it was Colin Mockery, Brad Sherwood and Greg Proops. Oh, yes. okay. So Wayne Brady wasn't there. No, no, no. He's my favorite. <laughs> Wayne's I think my he's favorite. Come yeah, down, he's great. come down. He's come down. He's done his own shows. His own shows as a solo. Yeah. Oh gosh, he's gone to that stage. Yeah. He knows he's great. He's like, I don't need you. But his is more about all the musical side does, of things that yeah, he does. Yes. The he musical did improv. This incredible music improv on that show. It's that's, that's, I think that's why it was my favourite. I was like, <laughs> I go, even if you even if you were given the prompts beforehand, you are a genius. Yeah. yeah. I don't care if you've prepared this in a month in advance and it's all, you know, make believe that it's improv. You're a genius. He's I so, love that yeah. man so much. They are like, yep, yep. They're all talented though, let's they be honest. Are, They're just they incredible are. team, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. And it was so surreal seeing them in the flesh too, because like I've been a fan of that show yeah. since it began in the nineties. Yeah, like, I've me been too. watching it my whole childhood, mm. teenage years, adulthood. Loving it, and it was so yeah. It was so we, oh, we had we so had such a fun. good time. So much fun. They did such a good job. Um, oh, I absolutely love Colin. Colin he is the yeah. best. Oh, Colin is great. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Col- <laughs> Do you mind if I call oh, you yeah. pumpkin nuts? <laughs> Favorite line of the night? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> I'm not oh, going to give context for that. Oh, man. If you yeah, were there, you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, I'll be it's probably more fun without the context. Yeah. Because now it's kind of like a lovey-dovey nickname between you <laughs> <and> all. <laughs> pumpkin nuts. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, yeah. But yes, and they had a lot of audience participation. And audience oh. participation. So good. I shudder at audience participation. Yeah. I love having it if I'm producing the show. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm an audience member, I'm like, don't look at me. Oh, no, they go. They usually pick out the ones that have got their hands yes. up that yeah. want to so do it. So were either of you game to do that? No. no. 
no, mind no. you, they they didn't go, they didn't come up as far as where we yeah. were. There no. were it was like the first like ten yeah. rows because we were we were in the front section and uh, at Hamer Hall, which was really good. Yeah, the yeah. Were really great. So we, great we could we could yeah. actually Gorgeous. see their faces Beautiful. and their mouths yeah. move. That's how close we were. Yeah. So are you just saying about audience participation and hands up? Just reminds me of. Um, when Phil had told me when he'd seen Frank Woodley. Because you know how that, oh, like, yes. Frank is one of his Oh, his I remember, because yes. that was the show that I went to with him. Uh-huh. And um, and Phil was saying that, you know, as soon as Frank started the question, didn't even end it, his hand was already up. Yeah. <laughs> Which he is was, lovely. He, and we, we, right. yeah. we have photographic evidence. That's right, yes. We, we, we shared it on Facebook, actually. Yeah. We shared it on yeah, I remember. Yeah, it was yeah. great. How yeah. great is that meeting your idol? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or one of your idols. One of your yeah. idols. Yeah. I know. It's incredible. So, good. so lucky. Um, apart from that, um, not much, really. Just doing my thing. Yeah. All of the Fred stuff. Yeah. The usual stuff. Yeah, Which pretty will, much. Will. Just, you know, streaming every Monday. My we, own we, little... Gaming, yeah, yes. competent gamer, fu- um, foolish Fuji, yes. yes. <laughs> and fully, you play the cutest games, don't you? I compare compared to the boys, <laughs> I go and play all the kitty games because they're the ones that I love. Yeah, <laughs> and they're the easiest ones to finish. <laughs> so, fully, last week put out uh, the question to the Fred team, you know, because she finished playing Spy Fox. Mm-hmm. He's like, what game should I play? And she refused to entertain my suggestion of what game to play. I said she should play the Friday the 13th game. Yeah. did not want to do it. Oh, Kendall had a suggestion of you. Uh, what did you have? I, oh, said, I said she should play Amnesia. Oh, have I don't know that, that one. No. It's I a, looked it up. It's a no scary one? It's very scary. Okay. No, like, it's you. scary even for me. Oh, wow. I, oh, wow. Yeah, that's okay. how it's real scary. Okay. Yeah. So I'd die if I play that. So for yeah. you, even though... You there are reaction videos online. You can watch people doing it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, people scream. Yeah, wow. It's really okay. cool. Anyway. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe you might warm up to Friday the 13th um, for you at one stage, because you and Jason share a common interest. What's that? He wears a hockey mask. <laughs> he does. He wears a goalie mask for one. I am not a goalie. I'm a player. Oh my gosh. This is Technical. like how everyone bags the drummer in a band. <laughs> <laughs> You're all one team. I yeah? Get with it. Accept it. It's no. fine. Accept it. I will yeah. not play that game. Don't make me bring him out and talk to you about no. it. <laughs> it's in the next room. Oh, that reminds me. I saw a cake the other day, Wayne. Yes. That was like... Literally, your this is a visual thing, so you guys may not. Get I it. don't know. I just, I'm literally only showing it now because, like, mm. I'm thinking of it, and I know. Okay. But yeah, and it was next to a cake that cake that was perfect for me. Right. Oh wow, this is really cool. So Kendall's showing me a photograph of a Freddy and Jason cake. It's like a hybrid cake of the two yeah, of them. Yeah. So and it's <laughs> half of Freddy's um, face and half of Jason's mask. Yeah. And then on the uh, right is the Infinity Gauntlet cake, <laughs> which is my cake. Yeah. I didn't notice that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> of course you didn't. No. no. There's a reason why it's towards the back. <laughs> it's not in the foreground. You should, you should have had a different angle. It's not the main focus. <laughs> Look. It looks like it's leaning a little bit like the Tower of Pisa. Just a little bit. So that was my week. Okay, great. I feel like that <laughs> icing looks that a little back. cheap, too. <laughs> Thank you. Know you. what? I thought of you. I can't help it. I was thinking of you as well. Yeah. <laughs> In a different way. Anyway. Anyway, okay. that was my week. That was your week. That yes. was our week. Thanks for week. sharing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never share again. Thank you. And, we'll, and we never talk again. Um, 
Okay. I, I'm not on probation anymore, am I? No. Oh, good. Cool. You're yeah. fine. That's cool. You're, yeah. a, you're, a, you're a co-host now. Yeah. It's fantastic. I'm a real boy. You are, <laughs> <laughs> you are a real boy. <laughs> okay. Speaking of real boys. No, that's not a segue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the nerdy news. <laughs> This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most s. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Yeah, now look, I'm tired of hungover, so... Just bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, boys and girls, children of all ages. Um, so, nerdy news. Let's crack into it. Um, very light on this week, sad to say, but, you know, we've got some cool things we can talk about. Why are you laughing? We're trying to be quiet while eating the Monte Carlo. <laughs> and we may have succeeded, but you gave the game away. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm not with it. That's okay. I'm not with it to go, to have the tact to go, oh, I probably shouldn't call to that, but that's okay. <laughs> Comedy. Um, okay, so we actually have a DC item to start us off this week. Um, <laughs> Don't talk with your mouthful. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Smashed it. All right. Hand was over the mouthful, I think you very much. <laughs> okay, so the script for the upcoming Birds of Prey film has been completed by screenwriter Christina Hodson and Margot Robbie, Harley <laughs> Quinn herself shared a photo of the front page of said script revealing the new title of the movie, Mm -hmm. which is really long, but I kind of like the vibe they're going for. Mm. So basically the new title is Birds of Prey, and then in brackets, and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. (laughs) I think it's a really cute title. And it's got me really curious to see what kind of story it's going to be, because if that's the title, then Mm. it's clearly... Oh, I mean, we all know Harley was going to be the star. Yes. But clearly she's going to be a bit more of the star than maybe we'd imagined. And not only that, it sets the tone of the film. Totally. Yeah. It's so going to be fun, I think. Fun. A bit of anarchy in it. Yeah, So yeah. I think it's going to still have that Suicide Squad vibe. Yeah, yeah. You know, but probably stepped up a notch. And hopefully more coherent and cohesive and like not as... All over the place as Suicide Squad was. Oh, I thought it was fine. Yeah, good. I look. I enjoy Suicide Squad. Being real for a second, I enjoy it. It's not a great film, but I can enjoy it. Yeah. Like, so it's fine. No, I thought it was great. Yeah, good. I enjoyed watching the Oscar-winning Suicide Squad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's, you know, it was so funny when um, I don't remember if I mentioned this in the podcast before, but when uh, mm. the Avengers station was in Melbourne, yep, um, <clears throat> they were doing Marvel trivia nights and uh we i went a couple of times with some of my workmates and oh some, gosh, some other friends it. we 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 came third the first time we went and then then we came second i think the second oh time. wow yeah. yeah and they gave away like merch and stuff right which is really cool but basically the the thing was one of my good workmates steve he was with us and he was adamant of having a Super troll like, <laughs> so he wanted us to be called the Academy Award winning Suicide Squad. <laughs> but people were like in there, like because we were. He was like, "Let's do it the first night," and then we didn't. But then 
um, because then there were like teams that were jokingly naming themselves after DC properties and they were getting booed as soon as they came. Oh, okay. They were, like in a, like in a, in a fun, in a fun way, way, yeah. Not in a mean way. But then, yeah, I don't know. And it nearly ended up being our name for the second time <laughs> we went, but thank goodness it wasn't. But, yeah. I, re- I remember we were the agents of dust at one point. Just oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and it was dust stood for Department of Unable to Stop Thanos. Oh wow, <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, I, I liked it. The bar didn't go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were a bit too niche. That's okay. Anyway, gold leader, getting off topic. I love it. I love that we started talking about DC, and I I brought it back to Marvel somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only I would do that. Yeah. Um. But yes, needless to say, I am definitely excited for this Birds of Prey movie. It's going to be lots of fun. Um. Okay, we got some Star Wars news. This was a thing that we missed. I don't know how I missed this, so I apologize because this this uh, news item is a week and a bit old now. But I wanted to mention it because we've been tracking the the happenings of this series that's coming out soon, The Mandalorian. I'm talking about. They cast their lead and they have picked the actor Pedro Pascal to play the lead role. Um, for those who don't know him, he was in Game of Thrones. He was Oberyn Martell. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in the most recent Kingsman movie. He was one of the statesmen. The yeah, the one with yep. the yeah, the one with the mustache. And, yep. Yeah, I won't spoil it, but yeah, shady guy. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. So they, he's a really really good actor. Um, and I think that's a really really good pick. So yeah, they haven't exactly said what kind of character he's playing other than like he probably will be like if it's you know the mandalorian is the series he's going to be that's who he is the bounty hunter i guess but they haven't said like yeah in terms of star wars canon if he's going to be a pre-existing character or if it's completely a new character so we'll have more information on that as time goes along Hmm. um this was really really awesome i didn't even I did not even know this was a thing, and I'm so happy that's the thing. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody, the Queen biopic that is rocking the world right now, and everyone should go see it because it was amazing, um, has officially become the highest-grossing LGBTQI plus film ever made. Yay. Very, very happy that's to see That's awesome. Yes. Still haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody, though. Oh, no, you should go. You guys, but, you guys should go. It's a lot of fun. Mm. It's a re- it's emotional in yes. parts, but it's... The, I mean, that the music. Yeah. And I've heard nothing but good things about the, it. The, yeah. act, the acting is like, I literally will protest if Rami Malek does not win that <laughs> statue, yeah. that golden statue in yeah. a couple of months' time. Like, he deserves it. Um, yeah, so Bohemian Rhapsody has just just raked in over 400 million worldwide wow. since its opening now, wow. which is fantastic. Um, so the previous, the film it surpassed to become the highest grossing was actually The Birdcage. Okay, yep. Um, from 1996 with the one and only Robin Williams. Yes. Um, that earned a stellar 185 million back in the day. So I don't know how. Which is still huge. Which is still huge. For a comedy. For a comedy, definitely. And like in just, adjusted for inflation, it's probably a bit more than that now. But, um, yeah, so that's, and that's where that's standing. And yeah, now we've got, you know, Mm. Freddie Mercury and, and the boys from Queen kicking ass. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Go watch the movie if you haven't seen it. Honestly, it's great. Okay, and then we've got some Disney news. So more Toy Story 4. 
little tidbits that are coming out since the little trailers dropped full of fully just did the most adorable little clap yes. she's so excited I can't wait for this I know it's going to be amazing teaser posters were so cute they oh were they great. were yeah that bunny uh, yeah so good so good um, so Tim Allen uh, the voice of Buzz Lightyear was interviewed recently uh, in regards to the film mm-hmm. and he dropped the fact that Keanu Reeves yep. has a role Ooh, in the film yes. but they have not said what kind of yeah. toy it is <laughs> They said it was a character maybe similar to Buzz Lightyear, but they didn't actually yes, say. Yes, that's what he was mentioning because yeah. he was an interview. I think it was on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was talking about um, that Keanu Reeves has got a, a, his, his character is similar to Buzz, but not so similar. Yeah. So yeah. I can't wait to find out what his character is. I would love it if it was like a like a John Wick toy version, like <laughs> an sort action of, figure, an action figure. This or something. is so funny because if you had made this film back in like the the late 80s or early 90s, you'd go, oh, Keanu Reeves is, you know, is playing, Whoa. is voicing this. Exactly. You'd yeah. go, oh, he'd just be like a sofa himbo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He'd be like, you know, the low-grade Ken doll. Yeah. Yeah. And now, and now, now he's, you know, fucking Neo yeah. and John Wick. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, just so yeah. Love Keanu. Yeah, me too. Keanu. Um, yeah, so that's, that's going to be exciting to see who he's going to be playing in the movie mm-hmm. when it comes out mid-next year. So count, count down the months. <laughs> yeah, Toy Story 4, same uh, release date as Child's Play. Yes, that's <laughs> right, a, which a, is hilarious. It's a toy fest. <laughs> it's a toy fest on that day. Yeah. And that day in June. It's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and lastly in the news, um, I just thought I would mention the conclusion to this thrilling saga that is the Satanic Temple suing Netflix and Warner Brothers in, oh, regards, to the, yeah. in regards to the use of the Baphomet statue in the chill, <sighs> Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It appeared in six episodes and they said it was, you know, a gross misrepresentation of their religion and all of and what the, the God represents and all of that. Um, so they were suing them for quite a substantial amount of money. It was like 50 million or something ridiculous. What, 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 like, what was the charge though? Was it like blasphemy or defamation? Or something like, like that. They were very, they were just, they didn't appreciate the way they were being portrayed and like and the statue itself was being misused or misrepresented like yeah it was just, pretty much they were deeply offended oh, why yeah i know i don't <laughs> sucks to be and dead. the fact that they apparently copied the exact same thing in the show as mm. what the actual thing is yeah that's the that's the whole thing yeah, yeah. so and the fact that it's surrounded by little children yeah, yeah. so oh i see because it's implying like um sacrifice and things like that and i don't know Oh, it's something it's not demonic. something that I Look, know too much, but it's just like, I'm sorry, yeah. this sort of place of worship isn't necessarily something that seems to give off positive vibes anyway. I, yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't I, really have an opinion. No, on this. I, neither, yeah. neither, it, neither it just, do I. It's it just stri- a fascinating story. It's fascinating. It just strikes me as, as odd. Yeah. But then again, it's from the States where everyone sues everybody. This is true. Yeah. Litigation fest yeah. over there. Um, but yes, it, the, the word is... Um, they have amicably settled the case. Um, no one has disclosed exactly if it was a monetary sum that was settled mm-hmm. or, or how much, if mm. it was money, but it's over and done done with. So, Thank goodness. But amicable, which is is good for everybody involved. <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of ending you want to a saga exactly. like that. Exactly, yes. But, yeah, <clears throat> so that is all the news. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to touch on out of that or shall we just move on? Oh, look, I mean, it's an interesting week for news. It's quite um, diverse. Very isn't mm. it? Yeah. diverse. Lots yeah. of different little tidbits. Yeah. I just want to give a bit of a shout out that um, a wonderful actor by name, John Bluthall, died 
died recently. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he was oh. he's known to like your generation, Fully and Kendall, yeah. <laughs> as a character from the Vicar of Dibley. Oh yes. yes. And so he's oh. got a very iconic scene because his character is one that um tells really long winded stories. Yeah. And he's got this iconic scene where he's on a radio show telling a really long winded story and no one's paying attention. And during the story, just nonchalantly, he reveals his gay. <laughs> and for those who are paying attention, they just sort of like, what? And he's just going on like nothing. And it's a very, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an iconic scene. Yeah, um, cool. Yeah, that actor as well, just to keep it going with some um, pop culture nerdum. Um, John's really, he's got a fantastic and fascinating life story it is not a life that was wasted yeah yeah so his family um escaped poland just before the nazis sort of took over oh wow yes and so he worked in europe and um studied at the university of melbourne as well really yeah yeah so in the 80s he was in a great tv series that no one listening would have heard of uh called home sweet home and it's one of one of the shows that I grew up with was um, made by the ABC Mm -hmm. and it was great because it was the only um, representation of a migrant family in Australia. So the jokes were you've got, you know, mum and dad from Italy trying to settle (laughs) in Australia and their children are Australian. So you've got this generation and cultural conflict and it was just hilarious. And it's a show that we actually still watch today oh, we've got good. copies of episodes because they just when you see his character it just reminds me of my old man <laughs> so much um but yeah but dc fans will also know him because he's in superman 3 is he really who's he in superman he 3 is. he has a small part as a uh, a vendor at the leaning tower of pisa oh <laughs> <laughs> and so um for oh, those who oh. haven't seen it he's there you know, with these little statues of the Leaning Tower of Pisa, Superman's gone a bit evil and he yeah. straightens it. Yeah, that's right. And so then the gag at the end of the film is he's now got all of these Pisa statues that are all straight. Yeah, that's right. And Superman, who's yeah. good again, leans it back. He leans it back and then he's just like... <laughs> and he just absolutely cracks it yeah. and starts demolishing. Yeah. Um, so that's the that's one... That's right. I didn't realise that was him. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's he's great. had... He's a chari- character, character actor. actor. Um, been in The Mummy with... Um, Brendan Fraser and all oh. of, all of the films. So oh, he's wait, he's really? yeah. So he's been in a lot of wow in a lot of films. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, it was a sad passing on, but what a wonderful life and legacy. Yeah. Um, yeah so yeah, I just wanted to shout shout out to him and yeah. thanks for making us laugh. Yeah. yeah. Um, multiple generations. Yes. yes. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, thanks for mentioning that. No, really. no. It was, it was Sorry, a pleasure. I missed it. <laughs> That's all good. Oh, excellent. Good. Okay. I don't want to forget you. No. Okay. No. All right, so that's that's the news then. Yep, news done and dusted. Okay, that means it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Oh yeah, it is. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. So we're going to do four trailers this week because we're so light on with the news. Um, wanted to add a a a cheeky fourth one to the ranks today. Mm -hmm. We'll go in order. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I guess. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, chills. The Lion King, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Chills that wow. I got watching that trailer. Wow. Oh. Uh, I'm just so. I said it after we watched it. I'm just like I. I'm, I remember talking about it when they announced it in the yeah. podcast, like when we, last year. 
but like the fact that they got James L. Jones to do Mufasa again oh, yes. God. makes me so happy on yes. so many levels I cannot describe. Yes. Just... So I need to ask this. What did you all think when they announced a live action version of Lion King? Did you go yay, nay, or oh, I'll see? I, okay. I was skeptical yeah. because I was basically like, how can you do a live action Lion King? Because there are no human characters. In this yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, like what's a, the point? Type what's thing. the point? Yeah. Like what kind of, what do you, yeah. But then like, then I was like thinking, I'm like, well, I mean, you know, Jungle Book, there's only Mowgli and then mm. the rest of them are all. So, and then I don't know. I just, I'm just of two minds about this whole, you know, Disney doing the live action because it's just cash grabbing. It's yeah. all it is. Yeah. And they're cashing in on nostalgia. Like, yeah. and it's working. Yeah. And, but I mean, at the same time, you know, it's not like they're making bad movies. These remakes no. have all been qu- very good. I mean, yeah. they have they have varied in quality, but they've generally been very enjoyable. And yeah. and and the fact that they got John Favreau to direct this one mm. as well. I mean, he did the Jungle Book, yeah, um, and did a good job with that. And then they've got a really good cast. And then they yeah. and then getting like I said, James Earl Jones back, mm. just really. I mean, I feel like they probably could have. Brought everyone, brought back. everyone back like i mean i'm glad john oliver is zazu but fucking if they had a cut got rowan atkinson to do it again oh that would have been amazing it would have been so it's good. one of those things that you could have just gotten the original um track <laughs> audio track of the yeah, film you literally could over. but then again we would be crying blood you know yeah, what i mean we would be calling true. for blood and the fact that yeah. you've got james all jones does um, give you tingles because you're right it's that nostalgia yeah. and it's that gorgeous recasting and reference but everything else is fresh yeah um i will be the first to admit that when this was announced a year ago gosh maybe more it was a couple of years it ago feels a long time it. ago yeah. yeah they did um i've just i was i was so cynical yeah and don't all, blame you don't all blame the me. way through it i'm like what are you doing why it's why yeah. and i will say that um what won me over was what a day or two ago when I saw the thumbnail for the trailer mm. and I just saw Simba. Yeah. And I've just gone, okay, you got me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, and you know what? Like, Kendall, exactly like you've been saying, it's just a cash grab, rah, rah. Agree with you 100%. Mm. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. This trailer... It's like is, I'm in. Yeah. This trailer yeah. is so beautiful. Yeah, it is really well um, done. I'm going to liken it to Beauty and the Beast because that's an animated film that I absolutely love and I think is one of Disney's best. It that is. live action version... Was it anything different? No, not really. No, it was pretty no. much scene for scene, yeah. shot for shot, angle. I don't care. I it's loved fine. it too. Yeah, it yeah. was good. It was good. I thought yeah. it was done really well. It was. Um, there's something magical about this though. About it this really Lion King is. film, I think. Um, yeah, and I just yeah uh, yeah. You got me, Disney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got me. As usual. <laughs> As usual. And just, Shame on you. Just the way the, I just really like the way the trailer was cut and the fact that there's it's like you said, shot for shot. Like yeah. they're they recreated those original yes. drawings and background yeah. work yeah. like and so Pride perfectly. Rock. Oh and Pride God. Rock in the flesh. Yeah. <laughs> Fully. Uh, Tell us oh, your yes. thoughts. You're the big animation fan. I, look, when they first announced it uh, about a couple of years ago, I was somewhat skeptical, but I was also a little excited. Yeah. Um, because I was like, all right, cool. So this is, let's see how they go with making animals live action. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then watching the trailer, oh, I've just had shivers down my spine. I was in awe of the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, from start to finish, and then all of a sudden, the actual music starts, mm-hmm. and yeah. that brought me right back into yeah. my childhood of when yeah. I used to love watching yeah. it on VHS. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I've still got it on VHS at home. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what? I almost feel silly for saying this because I get it that it's CGI. And, you know, you get it, but you easily get lost in it, right? Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah. The final, well, I'm pretty sure it was the final shot, was of a grown Simba yeah. roaring. Roaring. Yeah. And look, I know. <laughs> I get it. It's all audio dubbed. I get it. In that moment, I was like, it's a real lion. Yeah. <laughs> Simba <laughs> yeah. is real. He looks yeah. really real. You know, yeah. because as a, as a baby, as a cub, you know, you can see the... You know, that made him a bit more of that human expression and things yeah, like that. Yeah, totally. That personification, that's what I'm after. Yeah. Um, that, but then you see him at the end raw and just like, no, it's real. It's it is real. all real. Yeah. I just, yeah. Oh, Disney, yeah. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. They've done really well yes. with, you know, with they this really teaser. Have, yeah. They've really, yeah. they've definitely grabbed my attention. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing it. I think it. we all are. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. something about this story. Like, we love the animated it's film. It's such a good story. I've seen it you on know? stage and seen Me these. Me too, yeah. Huge oh, I miss the stage. Kendall, you'll love it. Because I really want to yeah. go. Where it begins with, you know, the, the, the different hoods coming up to. Through the to, aisles. Yeah, through the aisles. Oh, yeah, I've heard people and, tell me that, yeah. Yeah, like, Giant elephant puppet it was beautiful. oh my god and you're just and it, it makes you want to cry because it's yeah. so beautiful uh, yeah i cried in some of the scenes like yeah. especially you know obviously the scene where mufasa dies yeah. even in the in the musical i cried yeah i was like oh, really it's it, was, oh, yeah. it just captivated me oh, and i'm pretty sure i'll do the same <laughs> watching this. oh yeah, yeah this is gonna make all of us cry <laughs> yeah look it, it's shakespeare with animals it but really yeah it, it really is but it's, yeah it's but, hamlet yeah you know? um and Disney knows how to make when they get the formula right. Gosh, they get it right, don't oh, they? they do. um, I'm really excited to see Scar though, who's Me my too. all-time favorite yeah. Disney villain. He's and a, the hyenas. Be yes. prepared. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Just, great. Yeah, oh, he's so good. Although, I mean, I love uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, who's mm. voicing Scar okay, in this yeah. iteration. But Jeremy Irons take yes. hands. Oh, so perfection! So just, I'm going to be super critical. Growl, drawl, like yes. voice that he has. I'm like. going to be curious to see Timon and Pumbaa. Yes. Yeah. Because they're supposed to be the you know the, the humor. Yes. We oh, had Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner. Yeah. Oh, awesome. that's going to be interesting. And Timon yeah. and Pumbaa are those sort of you know as the light relief. You yeah. know how it's kind of like always the fall guy is the one that everyone loves. And yeah. Things like that. That's who these guys are. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, totally. Um, especially for a young audience. So no pressure, hey? Yeah. <laughs> no pressure at all. But look, based on what the minute or so that this trailer went for, uh, I think we're in safe hands. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I think fans will be happy. Definitely, yes. definitely. Um, okay, so uh, we do have a bit of a wait. So you can... Be prepared. <laughs> I love that song. That was gold, by the way. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I try. So, The Lion King, um, I don't have an exact Australian release date, but it's probably going to be the same week at least. In the US and the UK, it is dropping in theatres on the 19th of July next year. Okay. A little bit of a wait. Around my birthday time. Yeah. <laughs> right before your birthday. Yeah. Very nice. Okay, so next trailer is. The Lego Movie 2, the second part. Everything I love the title. is not, not awesome. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they've gone, they've gone, they've done darker. A, they've done, well, it feels like they've done a Mad Max Fury Road reference about three years too late. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that's about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm glad I wasn't the only one. No, no, that. no. I, I picked it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, the first Lego movie came out the same year Fury Road came out. <laughs> Clearly they're hanging on to some stuff. Yeah. But that's okay. I don't know. I um I really the first movie is really, really good. I didn't really love this trailer. 
I like some of the gags in it, but the trailer was very all over the place. It didn't really kind of, it was just, um, to me, it felt like a montage of different bits. You know what mm. it felt like to me? And I'm somebody who actually hasn't seen the Forest Lego movie. Mm. That's not intentional. Like I'm in, I'm, I'm avoiding it. No, but I've it seen, hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And I've seen some other Lego movies, like, you know, me being a huge Batman fan. Lego Batman. Yeah. And I hated it with a passion. Oh, you didn't like it? No. I just, oh. I saw one and I was like, this is so bad and boring. Oh. Um, so probably the more bigger scale ones that are better. I've yeah. just like, I have no interest whatsoever. Yeah, um, enough. you know, but uh, the Lego movie I'll get around to seeing this felt like, how many toys can I pump out in one commercial? It didn't feel like a trailer. For no, a that's movie. what they. That's what they. Well, literally the first Lego movie. There yeah. is there is one scene in particular uh, where all all the characters are gathered. It's literally mm. all these different characters from all these different franchises, yeah. Yeah. and it's literally just throwing them all in your face. Like, yeah, but I mean, yeah. it's great. Like it's good. It's like you know, if, it's if cute. You, you see them together. If you like that, yeah, that stuff because they have all the DC characters yeah. because you know it's all Warner Brothers, so they all own each other and yeah. they can use each other's mm. names and. Lord of the Rings characters yeah. and yeah, all of that, etc. It's great in terms of like crossovers but, and things like that. But this, <coughs> this this trailer just felt like a, a toy commercial. It did it, little. It's, like some of the humor was funny. The like humor it was, was cute, good, but I, again, it gave away too many good gags. It it's, did, it, especially that that gag about bloody you know referencing Chris Pratt. Yes, he's the, he's the voice of Emmett. Yeah, uh, as we know, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then then talking about you know all the characters, all the stuff. characters yeah. that he's famous for now. Yeah, like that was that was very funny. <laughs> no, I thought it was great. Yeah. That was very funny. But yeah, it, yeah, same that save that good stuff yeah. for the, the, the movie. So this trailer this trailer did nothing for me, but um Yeah. But I'll go to Animation Queen. No, oh what do you reckon? Yeah, what do you Look, think? Look, it's a little bit darker than the first one. Mm-hmm. I can tell you now. Mm-hmm. Um but it's for me, I'm actually sort of looking forward to it. I'm not as excited as I was for the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first one was really good. I suppose this the trailer, as you said, did sound it just it did get a little bit sort of choppy and it not was, quite sure what was, was going on. Very choppy, yeah. Um obviously something terrible is happening. Yeah. As a villain. Yeah. Um, as there was in the first one. But we just I'm I'm not quite sure what's going on with the, the guy that saves Emmett. Yeah, so, what's, what's his deal? Is he yeah, gonna turn, is he gonna turn out to be the bad guy? The bad guy. It'd, I don't it'd know. It'd be very cliche. So this, this this trailer hasn't. I'm still gonna go see it regardless. Oh yeah, you are. But <laughs> <laughs> excuse you. What's that supposed to mean? Hey, no, that was. <laughs> Bea, you love this. Is your this is your jam? What's your tune? <laughs> Julia, you just got to wait two more trailers and you can say the same thing to Kendall. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I probably won't because I want to see it too. <laughs> I'll say well, I want to see No, I want to see this. Like, I'll definitely, yeah, no, I'll I, definitely go see I it. I definitely want to go see this. But, you know, the, the trailer is just a little all over the place. So It was. Yeah. It was. We'll, but... s- we'll, see, we'll see if there's another one. Oh, um, there'll be there'll, there'll, there'll be a few others, I think. They'll throw trailers at us between now and its release. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. 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 Speaking and of, yeah, I will. Yeah, I I was gonna say I'm really excited to see uh, my favorite character from the first one was Unikitty. Unikitty, voiced by Alison <laughs> Brie. She is my favorite fucking thing in that. Oh world. my goodness, because she, she's just this cutesy little like mm. you know Unikitty, and then she just turns on her rage, and then she just becomes this like. Like huge rage, scary. Right. right. Yes, yes, we saw her in the trailer. Yeah, that's right. she's, yes. she's, so that's that character. Okay. Yeah, she's yeah. wonderful. So you all had her. a kick seeing her. Yes, you know, I guess you're back. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. And Lego Batman in this particular version compared to 
his his actual movie. He's, it's 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 um. Played more for laughs, isn't it? Yeah, it's more pretty a, much. It's the Christian Bale parody, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally is. Totally is. So he's, he's pretty funny in this, so okay. we'll see how we go. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the Lego Movie 2, the second part, uh, comes out on the 28th of March mm. next year. So Cute. not as long as a, of a wait for that one, mm-hmm. which is good. Okay. Uh, trailer number three today is... Uh, based on a true story, I guess you would call it the biopic, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, Stan and Ollie. It's the story of Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it looks like it's set, like it's not. It's not their entire career. I feel like it's from just a certain point later in their career when they're trying. It's a, in the trailer they're trying to make a comeback or whatever. And yeah. So they'd stopped making films um, at some point. So they'd done all these films for Hal Roach, then moved to Fox. Hated their time at Fox. Mm. Um, and I guess they sort of decided to do other things or sort of were out of vogue and they actually toured and did did um, comedy routines on stage mm. they ended up coming back to do another film uh, which you know it's a little sad to watch because you know it's their last film and they're yeah. a lot older too yeah so out of their prime uh, but this looks like their 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 time on stage and, and together okay cool um, the the trailer shows some interesting conflicts between the two and, yeah i didn't and, realize the the all of that yeah. drama kind of behind the scenes i think there was te- there, there was there could have been some tensions but not really because of the two themselves but because of external pressures yeah, yeah. Totally. so um you know like on, on screen Ollie was always the the leader, the bossy one, the control freak. Always had to be right. Stan was just sort of like, you know, he would follow along and trusted Ollie and things like that. Mm. In real life, it was the other way around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, Stan was the one who who wrote most of the material, and um, you know, and Ollie was a fine fine actor as well. Um, but they were just so they, they were like brothers. They they yeah, really were. Yeah. So, um, I think it's probably played. It seems to be played up. In this film here, yeah, or in this yeah. in this trailer, like tensions obviously would always be there, and you know, um, but it looks beautiful. It looks really um, good. I, I make no secret of how much I love these two men, and I think they're the greatest com- com- um, comedy act in the history of the world. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, like I really do, and I think, and I I don't know if uh, Kendall and Fully, you got maybe little references from their films that they they were showing, but I got them all and it just made me smile oh um, that's cool yeah so I could be like oh you're referencing that from that film and that film and yeah. that film yeah. yeah so anyone who talks to me about comedy if they don't know um, Stan and Ollie they don't know these two men you're dead to me <laughs> <laughs> I'm like no you, you you think you know comedy you don't. You do not know comedy wow. if you don't, do not know Chaplin if you do not know Laurel and if you do not know Hardy yeah. you don't know those three kings of comedy yeah yeah no <laughs> yeah, yeah um, so I'm so excited about this film yeah, yeah it that's looks beautiful awesome. it looks beautiful that's awesome it yeah. does look really really yeah. good yeah um, I don't know if you all are as big fans as I am but what, what well, are well I um yeah I've never really uh, sadly had much exposure to Laurel and Hardy yeah, but, I, I. but I am familiar you know with them in terms of being comedy icons yes and yeah. of, of that you know the golden yeah. age and mm. cinema and all of that stuff yeah um, and, but like, I love a good biopic as I've said many times and yeah. it looks like it's a good film. Steve Coogan and John C. Riley are playing them and John C. Riley was almost unrecognizable. Oh yeah. They look good. Like, you know, they, yeah, they, they look, look good. They look like they a lot like them. Yeah. 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 They cast it pretty well. I think so. And they seem to be performed quite well. Yeah. I really, really liked the performances. They, they felt very genuine and, yeah. and real and honest and all of that. Yeah. It was really, really nice. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'll go to the cinemas 
as much as, but I definitely would, wouldn't mind checking it out because I feel like mm. it would be a nice, like a good story. Yeah, I a think good, so. Mm. A good film to just sit down and watch and yeah. like, because it'll make you laugh and I think it'll make you cry as well. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Well, the, um, I'm pretty sure it was the BBC. There was a radio play actually. Um, and I think it was called Stan. And it was essentially about the relationship of Stan and Ollie through Stan's point of view. Mm. So um, Ollie was sick, you know, towards the end of Mm. his life. Stan Mm -hmm. was in a bit better shape. Yeah. And it was Stan reflecting on their working relationship Uh and their friendship, how they got to be who they are. Mm. And Stan trying to bring himself to visiting Ollie while he's essentially on his deathbed. Mm. Um, And this radio play was made for TV um, in as like, I think it's, as like four part little mini series type thing. Mm. Like it, it's short. The whole thing doesn't go for that long, mm. but watching it, it was so beautifully done and you are right. It is sad. Yeah. <laughs> it is sad, yeah. you know, cause you know, these people as these young, um, very energetic men. And then these depictions as this film will do mm. shows them at the end of it all. Yeah. There yeah. is something sad about, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, but yeah, but it's, yeah, it is. A, it's a, it's a beautiful story. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. excited. Fully, what did you think yeah. of the trailer? Um, it looks really good. I probably might go see it. We'll see what happens. Um, I've never really like I've never really known much mm. or was ever introduced to Laurel and Hardy mm. um, when I was a kid. So, but I do remember um, for for Year Twelve graduation, um, our quote unquote muck up day which technically really it wasn't on a muck up day it was just a you can dress up as what you want as long as you're still wearing your uniform underneath <laughs> yeah. or you bring along your uniform with you to change into <laughs> yeah. before yeah. the actual graduation ceremony yeah. that we went to yeah um and me and my best friend decided that we would dress up as laurel and hardy <laughs> we had the top hats that, we had our suit jackets that's gorgeous we had a cane <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah so we decided to dress up as that for our little muck up day yeah um, thing for graduation day um, but yeah, uh, as I said, I'm, I'm not really familiar with Laurel and Hardy yeah. that much, um, but I have seen like snippets of it here and there. Yeah. So this would be interesting to see. Yeah. Mm. A lot of the short films are on, um, they did a lot of silent films, but some sound films too. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. on YouTube as well. Definitely check them out. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. definitely. I should, I should definitely watch yeah. those. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. When you get them in their prime, that's gold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the sweet spot. It is. Yeah. It's the, it's the money. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So good. Okay, so uh, Stan and Ollie will be released in cinemas next year on the 21st of February. Not long to go. No. Yeah, not too far away, so that's good. Okay, and the fourth and final trailer we're going to talk about is a little teaser for the re-release of Deadpool 2, Once Upon a Deadpool. <laughs> this is the, um, as the Americans say, PG-13 version. Yes. So, yeah, the, uh, the, dumb, the dumbed down, the, the not as racy, the no, the sense The ones where the kids can see. The ones that, yeah, you can take your 10-year-old to see and it's yes. not, you know, they're not going to get scarred or traumatized by Pretty anything much. that they see. <laughs> <laughs> Gratuitous violence mm. and language and stuff. No, but this looks awesome. Um, I am a huge fan of a film called The Princess Bride. Yes. And the fact that they've taken the trope from that <laughs> and adopted it for this is hysterical. With and one of the cast with, members. With, one of the, yeah, <laughs> with Fred Savage himself. Yeah. And that just... That sh- those back and forth shots between Deadpool and Fred at the start were just so yeah. like it's comedy gold. Like yeah. it was fantastically done. Fourth wall breaks. Fourth wall breaks. It was cute. So good. I I love it. And then when 
He's on the bench with the old couple. Oh yes. my god. I love. <laughs> oh, it's like, you, what is like? You remind me of the couple from Up. Don't no, get, no, no, no. What was um, it? I loved you in Up. Oh, I loved you in Up. <laughs> don't, don't get, get too attached. attached. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Rude and wrong. Yeah. We and all, just right. We all point. know how that ended for yeah. that old lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it looks it looks like it's going to be fun. Like you know, it is going to be the you know the Deadpool two movie that did come out earlier this year. But mm. it's going to be a very different version. But I feel like I feel like they're going to take this as an opportunity to, to like throw more laughs and yeah. gags at yeah. us. So well, as somebody who didn't particularly think Deadpool two was that great, this looks like a better <laughs> incarnation of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm alarmed at the I. Alarmed or kind of impressed at the idea of let's just take a movie we've already made, edit it a little bit, add a few scenes, and call yeah. it a brand new movie and get another billion dollars at the box office <laughs> out of you. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about that as a general rule in terms of cinema because we're mm. already talking cynically about Disney just remaking yeah, their own stuff. Fair point. Um, I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I mean, I know I said before about Disney doing cash grabs and they do, but. This doesn't speak cash grab to me per se. I think that's just a byproduct of the fact that they've gone. This would be a f- fucking hilarious thing to, if we could do this. Mm. I feel like make Deadpool make Deadpool less accessible um, for families yeah. at Christmas time. I just think that's I don't know. I look if it's a one off, it's a great gag. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you would it, it, it feels like a gag. It really does. You know? I don't. Yeah. I don't think they're doing it for the money because I mean Deadpool two is one of the highest grossing films of the year like yeah. they've, they've made a, a fine yeah i think yeah point. this is this was just more of a let's just do this for fun without all the cursing but, and blood and gore that being said but if we make a few hundred million dollars yeah. that's great too yeah, yeah that's just yeah. The that being said like we can i can say wishful thinking all i want and be like oh yeah they got good intentions like no it's just a cash grab like, yeah it could, you know it yeah. could well be but <laughs> i don't know as long as it doesn't you know ruin the you know deadpool 2 i mean you're right like mm-hmm. i will agree with you and said like you know deadpool 2 it definitely, it wasn't as good as the first one. Uh, it's very different mm. in a lot of ways, mm. but um, I still, you know, really, really liked it. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, the first one was just so good as it was, yeah. just as a standalone origin story. So, it was really yeah. well done. So I agree. I actually think that there wasn't a need for part two, to be honest. Like I no, think no. Deadpool as a standalone did so well, really well. And so my yeah. thing, my main critique of Deadpool two was it's like the same gag has been dragged on. Yeah. So my thing about Once Upon a Deadpool, mm. is that, that's what it's actually called. Correct. Yeah. Once Upon a Deadpool. Once Upon a Deadpool, uh, you're just going to drag it out more. Yeah. However, like you, I love the fact that they've just ripped the the, the structure of um, The Princess Bride. Because yeah. it's a great film. I like it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I see, at least here, that I feel like they've done something new. Yeah. You know? So if they hadn't made Deadpool 2 <laughs> at all and just went straight to this one, I think I would be a lot less cynical yeah, about it. Yeah, no, no, makes sense. And I think they've yeah. really flipped it. So they I'm curious care. about this one. Mm. I'm not going to go see it, but I'm curious about it. Okay. I will, yeah. I'll, I'll watch it. Eventually. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, Marvel, I gave you my money once for this movie already. You're not getting it twice. I'm just, yeah, I'll, you know, it's, it's a rental. <laughs> That's fine. Fulia, do you have anything you would like to add? Um, no, I'd be, I'm, very keen to, to see how, yeah. how they turn a yeah. really violent and gory and very 
inappropriate inappropriate movie into a very appropriate movie for mm. for families to watch. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> I just really think it's going to be a lot of fun. So. But uh, Once Upon a Deadpool will be out in the cinemas here in Australia. It's only for a, a limited time, I understand. Just for the, I think it's just for the two weeks up to Christmas. But they they very well might extend it yeah. because it, it, you know, if it does make them some money, they might want to consider keeping it going. But we'll yeah. find out when that happens. And when you've got um, a property as big as that, yeah, calling when you purposely doing a limited release mm. creates this urgency. Totally yeah. does. To see it as well. It, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, 13th of December, that is going to be um, in thin- cinemas around Australia. So, mm. go check, you, you'll go be check there? it out. I'll be there. I don't know if I'll be there opening day. Depends. I'll try. Yeah. I will try. Because you've got to get it in more than once, though. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Can't, you can't just watch it once. No, can I can't. Any, any, if any film has the Marvel before it, I'm there at least twice. Right. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes seven or eight times, yeah. I saw Ragnarok a lot. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> Moving on. It's a good movie, Wayne. You know how I feel about Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> overrated. Yeah, now we move on. You know what it is. That's a trigger. No, it's not overrated. Yeah. No, it's not. I'm okay. clearly being annoyed again. <laughs> I'm. S- right. Oh, Fully is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Fully is also here. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. No, I did like Ragnarok, by the way. Good. Yeah. It's fun. Quickie review. I have a quickie review. Mm. Wayne has a quickie review. Yeah, Would you yeah. like to go first? Uh, if you like. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. So, um, Kendall, I'm doing an album review. Yes, which excites me. Yeah, too, so I obviously can talk for about... 4,000 hours without taking a breath. So I'm going to make this a quickie review. Quick, a, a <laughs> a, an actual quickie review. You're going to do what it says on the tin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but a question. Um, have you heard of a musician called Dan Cribb? That sounds very familiar. Have you heard of an album called Worst Tribute Ever? No. I don't know. Kendall, maybe. this yeah. is my gift Ooh. to you. Okay. This album is so amazing. Yeah. And because I'm recommending it to you. Mm-hmm. You will forgive me for all past moral trolling. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it's you, that good? You will love this album so much that you will give me a pass for all future moral trolling. Really? Oh, here we go. It oh my is God, what is it? that amazing. Okay, okay. Dan Cribb is a very talented musician yes. from WA. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You know this one. It's the Punk Simpsons one, isn't it? It is the Punk yeah, Simpsons I know, one. I knew it. It sounds familiar. Yes. And then you, and then I was mm. listening just before you said WA. I'm like, it's the Punk Simpsons yes. album. Have yes. you heard it? Yes, yes. My, Talk the tale. Yes, you talk, I haven't heard every single song. I've heard most of them. So <laughs> good. Yes. It's so so good. I have this album on repeat and play nonstop, and it is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So Dan Cribb made it his mission about. Two years ago, he's worked on it for two years. Yeah. Uh, to do some covers of songs from The Simpsons. Okay. Yeah. And with a punk rock twist to them. Yeah. And it is just absolutely phenomenal. They're um, so good. When yes. you listen to the album, it feels like one long medley. Yeah. They are yeah. seamless. And he's finished the album. The final track is a Simpsons uh, medley, and it goes for like about eight minutes. Yeah. And it's about 44 different songs. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, it's epic. Yeah, so that's the last one on the track. Okay, yeah. He's got some, you know, the the obvious ones. Like, you know, we put the spring in Springfield. Yeah. After listening to the album a few times, I want to join the Navy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) What song is there? Um, Stonecutters is there as well. Begins Uh, off with Flaming Mose. Yeah. One of my favorite tracks is his compilation or his medley of um, songs by Lonely and Lumpkin. As well, um, yeah, from the episode Colonel Homer. Yes. Yeah, so that was like the first threat to the Simpsons marriage, Fulia, yeah. where um, Homer started <laughs> to manage a country and western singer voiced by the amazing Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, and he's just sung this. And these, these covers are beautiful, right? Um, especially when you've got a man singing from a woman's point of view. That flip of gender is just absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got a lot of... Um, guest musicians with him as well guy sebastian sings as well yeah on oh these. really yeah yeah um, does. yeah and do you remember like the crusty comeback special how um it begins with um send in the clown yes yeah. yes so guy sebastian kicks off the final track the, the medley with um send, send in, in the, the clowns. clowns really yeah um oh my yeah God. it's incredible and you can actually watch like a video clip if you will just snippets of the artists recording them and mucking around yep. of this um whole compilation this middle it's that's so good absolutely incredible um he's got a booze hand named bonnie on there twice so he's got two different versions on it yeah and you just go oh do you really need two versions of it when you hear both the second version you go absolutely <laughs> because the, the point of views are just so different yeah you know wow. and the second one is just so melancholic um and it's just beautiful in that sort of tragic sense mm-hmm. um yeah, this album is just the greatest. It is just absolutely amazing because yeah. it does something different. And you're just thinking of all the songs that he's missed mm-hmm. and you just hope, Dan, are you listening to me, my friend? <laughs> I want another album. Yeah. I know you are exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you think you've done them all. Yeah. And he, ha- he has really only touched on the golden era of The yeah. Simpsons. Yeah. Which is fine. It's the only era we really care about. Let's this be honest. True. But Dan... You missed this one opportunity, my friend. So, (laughs) there's this one song that I really want you to do. And I'm going to challenge you because clearly you listen to this podcast. (laughs) I'm challenging you. There's a great episode or a great moment from a great episode where Bleeding Gums Murphy sings the national anthem. Yeah. So in The Simpsons, it lasts for about a minute, but it's time-lapsed. And in the episode, if it was played real, he drags out the American National Anthem for 26 minutes. (laughs) Whoa. Dan Cribb, (laughs) I want you to release a 26-minute version of the American National Anthem as Bleeding Gums Murphy would have done it. Oh, wow. This is my challenge to you. I want it now. Yeah. Didn't really give him very much of a time frame. Take... Take me to Mount Splashmore. I want it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you're a Simpsons fan, get on it. Yeah. Kendall, yes. on your drive home from the Fred Shed, put it on. Yeah. <laughs> and just listen and enjoy. Yeah, it's, it's so it good. Is the, it is just a phenomenal work. Yeah, yeah, and it's he's incredible. he's done an incredible job. Yeah, um, two, so impressive. Two thumbs up. My hats off to you, Dan. Five stars. It is a flawless album. Yeah, Kendall. I know you forgive me for all Marvel trolling, <laughs> and I know that I can now troll you endlessly. Oh, great! <laughs> and you know it's true great. because this album is that good. It is. It is that good. You are right. You heard it here, you are <laughs> Kendall. You're a quickie review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
Thank you so much for that. We've never had an album review before, but I'm glad it was that. Oh, just what a choice. Yeah, amazing. Um, So I saw a a Japanese film earlier in the week called Mm. Shoplifters. Mm -hmm. Um, It won the, uh, forgive pronunciation, is it the the Palm Door? Yeah, Palm Door, I think. Yep, at at Cannes, Mm -hmm. which is the, the top award that they give out each year at their festival. Um, and I can see why after watching it. It was a really, really good movie. Um, really complex and and deep and thought-provoking and emotional. Mm. And, like, just these characters were just so... Like, it's kind of... I can't really say too much about it without... Because there's a kind of a... Not really a twist per se. It's more of a just like a a reveal just kind of happens okay. like a curtain camp comes down and then all of a sudden everything makes sense. Oh, and okay. You, the, the way you view these people that you've been watching for the past, like, you know, nearly two hours, you're just like, Oh, now I get it. Now I get it all. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, so it's basically like these, you know, this group of people, like people, you know, family living together, the grandma's on a mm. pension, mm. but they're all, they're all working, you know, very low income jobs. So they shoplift. Right. Um, and like the, the dad and the son, they, they go to supermarket, like they have a whole shtick, a whole routine figured out. They, they do the shoplifting. Um, they just still, you know, little things that won't be missed. Yeah. Like little packets of food and toiletries and stuff that they need for the house. And, um, yeah. And then one night after doing a round of that, they, 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 find this young girl who's like five years old and, and she's um, living in a, a home and being abused okay. by her parents. Um, and they, the, the, they, the dad takes pity on her and is like, you know, come and spend the night with us, you know, we'll get away from them. And, and then when they go to take her back, they overhear the mum and the dad shouting at each other. And the mum's like, you know, I didn't want to have her. Right. And so then the dad and the mum of the other family are just like, we're going to keep her. So they, yeah. they decide to keep this kid. Okay. So effectively kidnapping the child. But, yeah. But not, but not really there at the same a, time. There isn't a malicious intent. It's like no. this duty of care. This it literally is. Yeah. yeah. Because she was, she had burnt, this poor little girl had burns on her, had bruises. Wow. Like, yeah. It was very confronting. Um, but yeah, they kind of take her in and then, you know, and so basically the whole movie is from that point, um, to about the next whole year okay. of, of their lives and everything that happens. And yeah, um, I would recommend people watch this movie. Mm-hmm. It's really, yeah, really, really good. I re- wish I could spoil the whole thing cause it's like really, yeah. Yeah. It's just really nicely done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shoplifters. Yeah. yeah. I, four and a half out of five. Wow. Okay. I great. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I've never really seen a movie like it. It sounds quite intense. It is. It yeah. is. There's some confronting things in it, like I've been saying, but mm. um, and but some in, like the characters and are, are very interesting, and the the actors that play these characters are they do a really good job, and yeah, um, like even the there's kid actors in this, like the you wow. know the young girl, and then you know the the young boy as well. He's a few years older. He's like ten or something, 12, okay. maybe maybe twelve, and yeah, they do a really, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. really really good character film yeah sounds interesting family drama kind yeah. of with some little bits of humor thrown in you, you know? need it hey there's some yeah you need some, the relief yeah totally yeah. there's some really good light-hearted like moments where you just you feel like you're connecting with these characters yeah it's good so yeah, yeah. it yeah go seek it out mm. it's playing at some cinemas around melbourne so oh, yeah. cool yeah shoplifters do it
Awesome. Good movie. I should go see more foreign films. Yes. <laughs> foreign language films are amazing. They're really, yeah. really good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's quickie reviews done, which means now it's time. It's it's <laughs> What's it time for? Popcorn culture. <laughs> <laughs> it's popcorn culture time. Woo. Yes. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so this is going to be a fun one. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, so last week, Phil and I asked you guys, what is your favorite 80s movie? This is quite possibly the greatest question ever asked. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. It is pretty yeah, amazing. I think, I don't know if it's Phil or Kirsten I have to thank for this question. Yeah, but probably Kirsten. Probably yeah. Kirsten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's up there with what's your favorite Simpsons quotes. I remember that yeah. episode. I think I contributed oh. about like 56 <laughs> as a listener back then. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> That was good. Um, Yes, so gut reactions. Who wants to go first? Okay, I shall start. Excellent. um, It was a little difficult for me to figure out what type of 80s movies I I wanted to mention Mm -hmm. because I couldn't remember which movies came out in the 80s. Oh, that's not good. So I had to do a little Google searching. Okay. And I came across some movies that I absolutely love. Good. One of them is... um, who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. It is a combination of animation and real life. Yeah. Just melded together and it is just amazing. Mm, it's For its best. time. Yeah. It yeah. still holds. It does. Yeah, it really it's does. It's such an amazing film to mm. watch. Mm-hmm. And all the... The, the comedy about it and then, you know, little bits of seriousness, but it then goes right back to the comedy and it's, oh, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. There's something magical about seeing Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny in the I same know. frame. Yes. Chatting together. And, <laughs> yeah. I, and I, I believe it was an absolute minefield of litigation and negotiation. Oh, it would have been. To have Disney and Warner Brothers yeah, together. Totally. To the point that even then they were they saying they, it will never happen again. And they won't do it now. No. There's no, no. way they do it now. No. Yeah. But I just remember that's magic. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. I feel like it was the uh, the the Avengers Infinity War of its time. <laughs> Let's not get carried away from <laughs> <laughs> We framed Roger Ad, but actually meant something to people. Oh. <laughs> You what? It was special. You what? It still is. It, it's special. It's absolutely special. It is very special. This is my time sorry, to talk. Sorry, sorry, sorry. She was asking for it. Shush, <laughs> oh, <gosh>, children. <laughs> um, I did an album review. I've got permission I... now. <laughs> Touche. So, it's hopefully not. Hopefully <laughs> Talking. You've made me forget my train of thought. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about you know like the the mixture of the animation and yes. live action um, and how good it was for its time. Definitely, and, uh, yeah. it is it is so good. Yeah, and, and I, I pretty much I think I came across it as a child, mm. and it, I think it was like on TV or something. Mm. And oh, I just I absolutely loved it. Then I think about a couple of years, maybe a year or two ago, I did a little YouTube search on the behind the scenes for this. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the amount of work that man had to go through in green screen work and blue screen work. Are you talking about Bob Hoskins? Yes. Yeah, okay. There's a lot of green and blue screen work for the stuff that he had to do in order for him 
to be part of the cartoon world yeah. mm. and for mm-hmm. the cartoons to be in the real world. Yeah, yeah. And it, it just blew my mind on how much it, they had to do. Mm. And think of, and I know we do use CGI now, but yeah. back then. In the 80s. In the 80s. Yeah. It was like, yeah, this film was a huge deal. As a, as, a, as a child of the 80s, and yeah. I remember being excited about this film. Had a Who Framed Roger Rabbit poster up in my wardrobe, had a plush toy, have a tank top. Of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's and it's great. the one childhood clothing item that I never gave up. I still have it. Oh, wow. Yay, that's amazing. I only ended up wearing it once or twice. It was so special. Mm. Um, but outgrew it pretty quickly. Um, yeah. And refused to put it in a donation bin or anything. I still have it in oh, my, the bottom of my wardrobe. That's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, no, and I know what you're talking about as well, Fully, because that um, footage is on the DVD and yeah, things like yeah. that. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was just so amazing to see that. Oh, and Jessica Rabbit. Yes. <laughs> goodness jessica rabbit that Holy entrance crap. yeah oh Gosh. my god <laughs> <laughs> love that dress no, iconic that song that performance mm. yeah kathleen turner what a great performance oh she's so good <laughs> what a queen yeah, yeah. Mm. so i'm gonna do this to every single title that everyone mentions <laughs> i'm gonna go on and on about my own yeah. memories sorry go on for you. that's all right um the second um movie that i absolutely love because of its comedy because i love comedy um, is coming to America. Oh, yes. <laughs> the best Eddie Murphy film ever. Yeah. Yeah, fair call. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, I love it. And it, it was playing, I think it was playing like not too long ago um, on TV as yeah. well. Yeah, they it was play, like Friday or something. They play no, it. They played it on like TV. Last week sometime. They played on TV quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah. And. Oh my goodness. The, 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 you know, you, you start with, you know, being in Africa and he's like the prince of Africa. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he's like this huge royalty. And, and fucking James L. Jones. Yes. the king. James L. Jones is the king. <laughs> king Joffy Jaffa. <laughs> Joffy Jaffa. Joffy Jaffa. <laughs> the yes. way he wakes up. Yeah. He gets woken yeah. up by trumpets. Yeah, yeah. He, and then he gets... The rose petal girl. Rose petals. And, and he get, someone brushes his teeth for him. Yeah. Someone wipes his ass for him. And don't forget his bathroom. Oh his bathtub my God, routine. his bathroom. <laughs> wow. The royal penis is clean. <laughs> <laughs> Only in an 80s movie. Yes. Yeah. And then he's relieved. <laughs> you know what my favourite thing, can I just say, my favourite part from that movie is probably sexual chocolate. <laughs> sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> every, like, I just love that whole thing and how he's just trying to be the serious, like, you know, he's singing fucking Whitney Houston yeah. and trying to look like little Richard Cross with James so Brown. It's so funny. It's so good. It is a great sequence. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. The, just, the um, amount of characters Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall had yes, to play in that film. Yes, great indeed. is Arsenio Hall in uh, that movie. He is amazing. Well. The faces that he pulls. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you all remember his reaction when he opens the door in New York and he sees the king on the other side of it? And it is this... <laughs> oh my... Out of the film, that scream is the most played and replayed in yeah. this household. Just on loop. <laughs> oh my god, I it's, love that man. It's so good, he's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Oh, he's hilarious. I and love him. It's just, this whole movie, it's the, the humour of it. Yeah. The different social statuses that you get to see. Yeah. You know, royalty to working class. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, the <coughs> prince wants to... Find love yeah. in Queens, because apparently that's where you, you find, find your queen. queen. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he he falls in he falls in love with 
you know, um, uh, the daughter of the McDowell's. Yes, McDowell's restaurant. Yeah, who's not not McDonald's. Not McDonald's. <laughs> Does not sound like it or represent. Yeah, or look like it at all. <laughs> yeah, well, what, what is it? They've got the golden arches. We've got the golden arcs. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Copyright. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And uh, they've just the, the secret that he had to keep the fact that he was a prince mm. of Africa. And also from that family. <laughs> okay, you probably have seen it. Have you seen Trading Places? Um, possibly because yeah. the two movies are connected. Yes. Oh, really? They connect yeah. them. So basically, the characters from the the rich, the two rich snob, you know, business guys who have the bet about um, Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy's characters in Trading Places, mm. they end up bankrupt at the end of the film. Yeah. There's a scene in Coming to America where um, uh, bloody the prince is like, you know, he just giving, he's just giving away his yeah, stuff. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's these two hobos on the street yes. and, it, and it was those, two, characters. those characters. Oh my God. Yeah. They got those two actors because it's, it, they're both John Landis movies. Yeah. So, oh, well, there you go. Yeah. It's, so they're, they're it's, a, it's yeah. a cute reference, isn't it's it? It's so yeah, cool. It's a cute link. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's so great. I love, I love the, I love Samuel L. Jackson's little cameo. That was his first big role. Really? Yeah. That, was. that was just amazing that he so just comes random. in guns blazing. And his career hasn't changed. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's yeah no, it's so good. Yeah, it's so much good. I I I'm I'm I am a big fan of Coming to America. Yes. It is it's, one of those movies yeah. that I will always go back to. It's yeah, a me classic. Too. Me yeah. Too. yeah. You can watch it. Yeah. She's your queen. <laughs> too big. <laughs> I just I just love the whole the whole part where she comes through and then um, I keep forgetting Eddie's character's name. Akeem. Akeem. Jeez, why am I forgetting that? That's all right. That? It's okay. Akeem just comes in and is just like, but I, I don't love you. I can't marry you. And then she's like, but I will do whatever you tell me to do. He's like, <laughs> but like a dog. dog. <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> and he's got that look to camera, doesn't he? It's <laughs> so funny. A big dog. <laughs> Hop on one leg. Yeah. <laughs> and she just starts hopping out. Hopping yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. That's a classic movie. I classic will never, movie. Yeah. never stop watching. Are they your, they your picks? They're you have, my two picks. You have two. Those They're my two, two picks. Very, yes. very freaking good picks. Mm. Yes. Thank you for sharing those. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, that's so good. Um, may I go? <laughs> yes. I'm going to go. I'm going to be here for hours. I, I was going to say, I'm going to get in before Wayne yeah. starts. Because then we'll be here yes. to the end of time. <laughs> which is fine. Um, so I've got I'm I'm also not picking just one because mm. it's really hard to kind of yeah the 80s for me like I was born in the 80s but I just I've always wished that I could have lived it yeah. as like a teenager or a young mm. adult because it just so many things in my life that I love came from the 80s yeah you know and I just and then growing up in the 90s and then having all that there to kind of look back on and watch and stuff and mum and dad were very influential in that yeah. way like just I love it so much. So this is a very hard question, but a really good question at the same time. So I'm going to borrow one pick from my top 10 childhood movies. The Goonies. (laughs) The Goonies is like one of the best uh, family films ever made. Richard Donner directed, Spielberg produced, freaking, you know, Josh Brolin, Sean Astin, can just you know Corey, Corey Feldman, Feldman, you know the the child star of the eighties, yeah. like he was awesome. Yeah, as Mouth, oh my god, yes, the best. Um, Always yeah. wanted Mouth's jacket. Had that 
cool like grey jacket. Yeah, I know. This just sticks out to me. Out, I loved his jacket. His outfit in that movie is great because it's yeah. like he's got that really cool grey jacket and he's got the spiked up hair and he's wearing the purple rain t-shirt. Yeah. Like it's very eighties, but it's yeah. very cool. Um, yeah, that whole movie, I I love it. If you haven't seen my top ten childhood movies on on Collectible Chaos, check it out. I go into it. Do it. A bit about, yeah. That was a fun episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I love The Goonies. I could watch it for days and days and days. Um, what else did I pick? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, one of the greatest sequels of all time, Aliens. Yep. I think that is one of the best movies to come out of the 80s. Um, James Cameron directed that one, took over from Ridley Scott, and then mm. turned it into one of the best action sci-fi films ever. Yeah. Um, and... Bill Paxton in that movie, man. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Holy shit. I love that guy. I yeah. miss I miss that guy. He yeah. was amazing. And Sigourney is just like, yes. oh my God. Like she's queen. Like yeah. she is the queen. Like, <laughs> my God, she takes down a queen, but she is like, <laughs> freaking, I, so I love that movie so much. Um, and, and then because it wouldn't be me talking about the eighties without mentioning Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to mention his movie Moonwalker mm-hmm. that came out in 1988. Uh, one of my favorite films growing up and t- till, you know, still to this day. Um, even though it's not straight up a film as it were, it's kind of like an anthology spliced together with a, like there's like a half the movie is, is a, is a, you know, a narrative kind of story being mm. told with the smooth criminal video that kind of comes into it and then there's you know before that it's like you know a retrospective of his career up until 1988 basically mm-hmm. looking back and everything he did um and then there's like music videos like front and center live performances really good and mj can act like he was doing some pretty good like i don't know i was really impressed because it's him and joe uh, pesci is mm. the is the bad guy in that <laughs> joe pesci's always the bad he's guy. always the bad and what guy. a great bad guy yeah. pesci plays he's yeah. so good he really does he plays this like drug drug dealer and mj's like this it's so i loved i really believe when i seriously i've said this to fully before i'm like when i was a kid i believe michael jackson was from out of space because he was just how like the how good and convincing the stuff that they did in his short films and in this and in moonwalker like he turns into a car he becomes (laughs) a a giant like transformer like voltron looking robot thing and then he turns into a spaceship and he you know and he defeats you know um joe pesci's drug lord character and it's just it's just and it's so good. It's just like if you guys have seen the Smooth Criminal video, and you know when yeah. that, that those like it's, it's his best. Ever. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Oh, Smooth Criminal's amazing. It's yeah. such a I work of art. Yeah. I love it so much. But that you know, at, right at the end when that those like armed guys walk mm. in, and it looks like it's got nothing to do with what else is going on. That's a tired of Moonwalker. Okay. Those those are Joe Pesci's henchmen. Right. That right. are trying to kill MJ because he found out about his you know plan to introduce drugs through through spiders in schools. There's a big thing about spiders in this movie that I was just, yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, yeah, I will, yeah, go on, could go on and on about that movie. I could recount it word for word, shot for shot, but yeah, it's, it's fantastic. So yeah, very much of its time. Yeah. You know, it's a film of the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Which just makes it all that more glorious. It does. I love, I love watching an eighties movie and knowing I'm watching an eighties movie. Yeah. It really is. I just love it. And one of the best things about it, apart from everything I just said, it opens with him performing man in the mirror on the bad tour. And it's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if anyone's ever interested, Moonwalker, go check it out. It's Mm. really good. But those are my three picks. Good picks. Thank you. 
Oh, okay. Let's go. Let's go, Wayne. How many movies do you have? <laughs> Five, <laughs> Look, ten. <laughs> the '80s was a whole decade. So. It was it's a whole huge decade. Let's go uh, year by year, month by month, week no. by week. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, look, I'm. I purposely didn't try to think too hard about this. So yeah. I just wanted to go a bit more organic, and I'm just going to try gut to pick instincts. at yeah more gut instincts, and just try to pick at genres or styles, and even people. And That's I good. won't, I'll try not to elaborate. That's okay. <laughs> Let the film speak for themselves. That's okay. Um, I'm totally with uh, you, Kendall, about The Goonies. It is yeah. one of my all time favourite films. It's so good. I remember when it came out, I remember Cindy Lauper's um, music video. Good enough. Yeah, Goonies are good enough. It's yeah. just amazing. I remember being excited by it. Um, it was so one cool. of my most watched films as a kid. We even had like a colouring activity book as well. That's cool. Yeah. Um, as well. Um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit Fulia? Good choice because yeah. as you can tell <laughs> by me hijacking Fulia's response. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of your favourites as well. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's uh, just a, a work of art and it's, yeah, and it's beautiful. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, the 80s gave us Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Scarface. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, her first film was real first feature film released um, in cinemas was in 1980. Mm. Um, and yeah, look, it was good. Um, her films just got better. And did, um, yeah. yeah, like she was in a prime in the late 80s, so 87 to 89, just before Batman Returns Days, that took her to the to the world stage. But, mm. you know, mm-hmm. um, which is the Beast Week Dangerous Liaisons yeah. and, of course, Fabulous Baker Boys, which, yeah. is, which is her... Uh, always regarded as her greatest film role and greatest film is oh, the fabulous really? Baker boys. Yeah. Oh, wow. Absolutely phenomenal. Oh, cool. Um, Michelle singing on top of a piano never gets tired, never oh, gets old. Wow. Um, so yeah, so I'm grateful for that Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. as well. If I'm thinking about films that, um, just make me feel like a good human being. Um, the never ending story. Oh my God. Is, yeah. Go I for have, it. I have feels because I cannot watch that scene with fucking the horse. Artek. Oh, mate. Artek, you're sinking. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That scene makes me so sad in the way Atreus like trying yes. to save him and he can't save him. Yes. Oh. I will tell you, as a kid, oh, the most badass <laughs> line is when Atreus says to Gmork, <laughs> if we're gonna die, if we're gonna die anyway, might as well die fighting. Yeah, come from me, walk. I yeah. will try. I will try you. And the way you just yeah, says just it, and like, come it. on, it yeah. is amazing. Oh, um, the Never Ending so Story good. is such a beautiful film. It's um, wonderful. Yeah, it played at the Astor um, in in Melbourne a, a few years ago, and it was the first time I went to the Astor was to see the Never Ending Story. Oh, that's great. The house was full, yeah, and that's there were good. people of all ages of all generations wow. and just together loving it. Oh, um, there were a few naughty boys in front of me reading all the sexual innuendo <laughs> and the one girl, because you know, when you get a group of guys and one girl together, oh, guys yeah. are dicks. Yep. <laughs> and she just goes, stop it. You're ruining my childhood. <laughs> that was really Good. funny. Yeah. Um, that movie to me is just absolutely magic. And I, I will go on and on and on about it. So I won't, I'll save it for a Fred watch podcast. Cause Good. it has to happen. No. Yes. Um, Count me in on that. Yeah, oh, it is. Yeah, it is for me just the most perfect film, and um, they just don't make films like like that anymore. No, they don't. Um, but yeah, but we had such great talent come out in the eighties as well. Like we Tom did. Hanks came. To yeah, fortune. yeah. Um, he made a lot of great films. Probably my favorite Hanks film from the eighties though was Big. Oh, Big! Because is so it is so heartfelt yeah. and it is so 
beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, the eighties gave us Jason Voorhees. Yes, sure. <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth in nineteen eighty, yeah. and then was followed by the Paramount films as well. Mm-hmm. Um, eighty nine, I think it was when um, Jason Eight came out. So yeah, that wow. that was the decade. Yeah, they made that many movies about Jason in that in that yeah. ten years. Yeah, like, yeah. Holy so, shit! I didn't so know eight, that. Eight films. They turned them out. Wow. Um, yeah. One after the other. Yeah. Straight then, away. You know, went to New Line. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't talk about We that. don't really talk about the New Line years. No. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, and there's like four million films that I'm absolutely forgetting. But again, summarize it. John Hughes. Oh, you know yeah. What I mean? um, Breakfast Club, 16 Candles. Yeah. The, the Breakfast Club is the reason why I love movies. Yeah. It, it was the film. It's such a good movie. Yeah. Watching it, I think when I was... I think I was 12. Yeah, I was 12. About to turn 13. Mm. Um, so in high school, you know, you're seven. And I watched The Breakfast Club. And yes, these kids are slightly older than me. Mm. But I'm in high school too. Mm. And it just resonated so much yeah. that it made me fall in love with films. It's the reason oh, why I love films. That's Always watched it, but this is the film that I have to so, give a trend to. That's so wonderful. Know, um, I have to say, if I've the my favourite John Hughes related film, whether he'd written, directed or produced, because he did so, he worked... You know, had so many different roles. Mm. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is up there for me. <gasps> yeah, actually, um, yeah. If I, I'm, I've had I'm to hard pick one. To pick. Yeah. Breakfast Club is such a fucking good movie. Yeah. They're like I, Ferris Bueller though is so much fun. So much fun. Yes. I have a shirt that has Cameron on it, and then it says Save Ferris. Across <laughs> the top. It's like one of my favorite. Yeah, shirts ever. I love it. The yeah. thing about Ferris is the pacing is just brilliant. It's really well paced. It really does, and when yeah, it does, it flows the, so nice. Yeah, and when it does the typical. Um, Let's pause for sentimentality, which you'll always find in a John Hughes film. Yes. For better or worse, but you'll find it. Yes, um, will. It's still, you're so involved and invested. You, you can buy it. You know, yeah. you, buy, you buy into it. Um, Uncle Buck is also yeah. such a great film. John Candy. One. Oh, John Candy. Into it, yeah. Yeah, what a um, guy. Come on, the 80s gave us Gremlins. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, again, I could go on and on and on. We really could. So I'm going to stop. Yeah, fair and enough. And I will keep adding my two cents as, as we, we keep go. go along. All right, I love it. Um, Those were some really good picks, though. Yeah, Those just, are- it was magic, you know? Magic. magic. But anything you all say, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go wrong in the 80s. No. You really can't. Okay, so that's all our gut reactions, which means now it's time to see what you guys had to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, starting with Ash Hall. Hey, Ash. Hey, Ash. He says Scarface because it's the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I can't yeah. say it. Scarface, it's the rise and ultimate fall of a Cuban refugee mm-hmm. in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, becomes a kingpin in the drug scene. Uh-huh. Um, and the power goes to his head. It's a great film. Mm. Um, Pacino in one of his finest roles. Yes. Yeah. Have you yes. seen it, Kendall? I, or you just know of it? I, I've, I've seen bits and pieces over yeah. the years. I've never actually sat down and watched it from start to finish. Yeah. It's an um, interesting film, especially if you yeah. want to analyse it in terms of masculinity and the way men are portrayed. Because there's only really... In terms of main roles, only three women mm. in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so Michelle Pfeiffer plays his wife, Elvira, yep. um, who's a, a drug addict. Mm. Um, Mary Elizabeth Antonio plays his oh. younger sister, Gina, yep. um, who wants to get into the same sort of scene that her yeah. older brother is. Yeah. He's very protective of her. Okay. And you sense a bit of an incestuous vibe there. Oh, from him to her, yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's um, deleted scenes. There's one deleted scene, for example, where they're shopping and the shop 
keeper mistaken her for his wife. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. And there's a scene which I won't spoil at the end, um, where she sort of taunts him in a certain way because she's so pissed off at him. Yeah. Wow. And then there's a beautiful uh, portrayal of their mother, and I just have forgotten her name, but it's it's gorgeous. And the mo- and their mother doesn't want this life um, of, of drugs and, no. and killing and things like that. Um, it's it's a great film, yeah. Um, it's kind of like this huge soap opera, if you will, because yeah. it's just so operatic in terms of its themes and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but there's a there's my favorite scene is this is this bit where Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio confronts um, Tony when he sort of um, is preaching to her about you know about her morals, <laughs> and of course he's a hypocrite. Yeah. Uh, she confronts him and he you know um, puts her in his places men do <laughs> but it's so beautifully acted and written yeah um wow. yeah the, the 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 film's amazing ash i understand why you why you love it yeah good um, pick. yeah and the you know the final scenes are actually quite iconic as well it's got some iconic lines of, well yeah say hello to my little friend, friend. yeah absolutely yeah, one of the most iconic lines yeah in cinema, probably. yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. um no it's a, yeah it's uh again i could talk about it forever so stop me yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thank you ash very good pick all right, so our next person to have... Okay, I'm going to start that again. <laughs> Words. <Okay. laughs> the next person that has given us their response... Yes! <laughs> ...is Bethany Griffiths. Hey, Bethany! And she says, If David Bowie's crutch has taught me anything, it's that Labyrinth is a classic and should be everyone's pick. Mm. So this is one classic 80s film I've actually not seen. No, uh, I haven't either. I've oh. got a copy of it, but I've not seen it. So it's on the it's on the list, yeah. <laughs> but just not got around. I think to it. I watched it as a kid, but like it's yeah. I um I need to I need to rewatch it. Like I ever since after Bowie passed, I kind of and everyone was like buying it, yeah. and stuff. Like I really wanted to get back into it then, yeah. but I haven't had a chance. So. I wonder if it's also a film. You know, sometimes, you know, when you, there's like these films that you didn't grow up with mm. and when you watch them as an adult for the first time, you're like, eh. Yeah, like there you, isn't that nostalgia you're, you're going to miss the point. Yeah, because but I, but I feel like maybe something with Bowie. I feel like this movie will get you. Like you'll go, yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah, because it's David Bowie. Yeah, and he's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Great and choice though, Bethany. Like very it's a, good choice. It, look, it's a classic for a reason. It's it got is. a got a fan base and what a great lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Jennifer Connelly in one of her first okay. roles. Yeah, yeah, she was the young girl in the movie. I don't know the character's name. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> when she was a teenager. Yeah, very cool. Thanks, Bethany. Next, we have the beautiful Kirsten Shanahan. Oh. Hey, Kirsten. Hey, Kirsten. Hey. Hey. So she's like, hey, guys, 80s are my jam. Yeah. You can't talk about 80s movies without talking about John Hughes. His film spoke to so many teens and young adults so much, they still speak of him today. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to talk faves, but uh, for tonight's pick, I'll choose Pretty in Pink. John Cryer's character Ducky won it for yeah. me with his cool looks, funny charm, and that famous scene where he lip syncs for his oh. life <laughs> at the record store of Try a Little Tenderness. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Andy picked the wrong guy. <laughs> we all know Notice. this. Yeah. If anyone's read Chrysostomus' uh, novel Loaded, which was made into the film Head On with Alex Dimitriadis, oh. um, the narrator Ari talks about pretty in pink yeah and said and agrees with you Kirsten <laughs> and just talks about how we would would have loved to have made love to Ducky <laughs> <laughs> that's 
looks great. Ducky is amazing. Yeah. I actually only saw Pretty in Pink the first time a few months ago. Okay, what did you think of it? I really, really liked yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Christina actually introduced okay. me to that and 16 Candles yes. for the first time because I, yeah, I'd always wanted to watch them because, yes. you know, as we I mentioned before, John Hughes. Absolutely. Amazing. I had just hadn't had a chance to watch these ones. But yeah, mm. I really liked. Yeah, that scene in the record store was like yes. so good. Like he just goes yes. hammer and tongs, like really just oh, yeah. I love it. It's Absolutely. so good. And you can't really think about the eighties without thinking about Molly Ringwald, hey. Really? Yeah. You really can't. She's yeah. clearly such an icon. Yeah. John Hughes' she, leading lady. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. She does such a a really good job and yeah. I'm trying to remember because we watched Sixteen Candles and Pretty in Pink around the same time, but I'm pretty sure Pretty in, Pretty in Pink is the one with James Spader as well. He's the older guy, the, the douchebag. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Yes. You don't think he's in Sixteen Candles? No, no. I don't think so. No, no, no. no. But, Anthony um, Michael Hall's in Sixteen Candles. Yes, yes, yes he is. Um, but yeah, um, I, yeah, it's a good good movie. Yeah. So very good pick, Kirsten. Yeah. Have you seen that for you? No, okay. I haven't. Uh, do you have a favorite John Hughes film? I no, 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 that's sure cool. Yeah, no, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, so okay. yeah, you did like. Well, you could say Home Alone. Yeah, like okay, Home Alone well, yeah, was Home one. Alone. Yeah, so he's like he, either written, produced, he wrote, directed, he, yeah. or he, a combination. I think, yeah, he wrote, he wrote the screenplay for Home Alone, yes. and yeah. then Chris Columbus directed that. Okay, one. I'm yeah. terrible with directors and producers. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's all right. <laughs> Hang on. All right, let me let me get a IMDb list up for oh, you no. then, just just so we can. Because sadly, um, John Hughes did pass away. Um, yeah, quite a few. Years a few ago. years ago now. But yeah. it's one of those. Two thousand and nine. One of those things, Julia. When you see his filmography, you be like, "Oh, I know that film. I know that film. Yeah, I know that film." Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just terrible at knowing who the directors and the producers are, yeah. unless they're actually really well, like huge, well known. That I, it sticks in my head. And admittedly, he actually didn't really direct a lot of films. Yeah. He wrote no, a lot wrote and a lot. produced a lot, but direct himself not a lot. Yeah. Okay. So he wrote. He did the screenplay for Flubber. Oh, yeah. The 101 Dalmatians live action, mm-hmm. uh, the Miracle on 34th Street remake, oh, Baby's Day Out, wow, I remember that one. He did um, the Beethoven movies, he, de- he wrote Dennis Menace, he wrote, oh, he wrote okay. Home Alone 1 and 2, Yeah. Um, Uncle Buck, uh, da, 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 da. yeah, he wrote Christmas Vacation, mm. National Lampoon, Chevy Chase, mm. um, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, Fer- that's a classic. Yeah. Ferris Bueller, Pretty in Pink, Weird Science. Which he wrote in three days, I think. Really? Yeah. So, you know that, like, Weird Science, The Breakfast Club? Oh, he wrote Mr. Mum. And <laughs> oh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> yeah. Like, share the same universe. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They're okay. all shared. Like, I think the kids all attend the same school. Oh. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's cool. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. Um, I know the movies. I just, I never yeah. knew it was by John Hughes. Yeah. Yeah. Written or, yeah. yeah. Produced. That's okay. Yeah. Mm. I, like I said, I'm just, I'm terrible with writers and producers and That's directors. Okay. Not everybody's, <laughs> not everybody is good with that stuff. You yeah. Know? I work with people who work in the same, sell the same stuff I do and they don't know mm. if I drop names, they're just like, who? Huh? <laughs> oh, they were this person in this thing. And then they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I I I feel like I'd be one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's yeah. all right. It's all good. Um, thank you, Kirsten. Yeah, that was a wonderful answer. Thank you. Great thank choice. you. 
And next we have Christina Rogos. Hello, Christina. Christina. She says, haha, I'll just choose one, otherwise it might take a while. While there was amazing sci-fi and drama movies made in the 1980s, I'm going for the nice girl meets boy from wrong side of the tracks and falls in love while competing on a dance show movie. You guessed it. Girls just want to have fun. <laughs> Such a fun, daggy movie. I loved it as a kid and can still watch it for fun as an adult. With Sarah Jessica Parker as the lead and Helen Hunt as her punk crazy friend. Love the clothes and especially the music. Basically, any 80s movie with a dance scene in it wins it for me. Hashtag yeah, Telfred. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Girls just want to have fun. It wasn't a film that I grew up with, but mm-hmm. I, I have seen it. And yeah. it's true. It's a fun film. It's good? Yeah, yeah. Nice. But it's like not on the top of the list for me, but I can see see why people you, you get the it. appeal yeah. yeah and it is the a quintessential 80s film like yeah. it screams yeah it does kind of seem that well yeah. i mean it's you know it's, it shares the title of a cindy lop yeah. absolutely you know? like yeah um, very 80s yeah there's this one scene that i don't know why it just sticks out but it's just hilarious like everyone's getting this invite to this party or whatever and it's doing like the compilation and one of the people who gets this invite is a drag queen <laughs> just opens the envelope sees the invite and gets really excited and squeals and don't ask me why it is just effing hilarious (laughs) (laughs) it's just a beautiful reaction that's Um, great yeah that's like the only thing I remember from the film that's good clearly memorable it's memorable but no but I remember enjoying it yeah yeah yeah. it's it's a fun film and I think if it's a film you grew up watching it's Mm -hmm. one of those ones like the John Hughes films where you just it it sticks with you it sticks with you yeah Yeah. nice excellent Awesome. Thank you, Christina. Thank Thanks, you. Christina. Very good answer. Next respondent is Jamil Bilajir. How hey, are Jamil. you? And he says, Predator has to be one of the best sci-fi thrillers ever yeah. that still holds up today. Yeah, it's good. Absolutely. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So on, yeah. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, you're right, is just, again, representative, representative of, of the, the 80s. 80s. Totally. Terminator. Yeah. Amazing. Like yeah. it's, it's it's a big grade movie, but it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, but it's good. Um, it's Predator really good. is fantastic. Predator's good. Commando is one of my all time favorite action movies. Really? Yes, Alyssa Milano playing his daughter. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, such a great, yeah, action yeah. action movie yeah. from a great action star, and just reminded me as well. Um, you know, the Stallone and the first Blood films. The first two, especially. Yeah. The, you know? They're pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. Like, incredible. James Cameron did the sequ- did part yeah. two to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Predator's really good. Yeah, Predator's yeah. great. Have you seen Predator fully? Nope. Any interest in seeing Predator? Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bit of blood, and yeah. there's a lot of bullets. And a lot of bullets, and it has a bit of a... I feel like for me, at least, it has a bit of a, a thriller horror aspect oh, yeah. because of the fact that they are being stalked by this alien predator, yes. you know, and the, still as a kid watching yeah. it or like as an early teenager when the first time I watched it and then, you know, the end where like, you know, he's taken the mask off, you yes. see what he actually looks yes. like and then he's imitating that the guy the laugh. laughing. Yeah terrifies yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. Terrifies me to this day. It yeah. really does. It's really effective. Yeah. Really, yeah. It's hold, it holds up. Yeah, and Carl Weathers has that really classic uh-huh. scene where he loses an arm. Yeah. Which is actually parodied in a Toy Story um, special. So Toy Story did a Christmas special and there is this like soldier or toy who like loses an arm. It's a parody <laughs> of it. It's amazing. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, man. Okay, except though, that just makes me think because you said Carl Weathers. I just yeah. makes me think of Happy Gilmore. 
plays chugs. Yeah, he hand. God, he's got a thing for limbs. He yeah, be, he really does. He should be in a Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? Excellent, uh, excellent answer, Jamil. And uh, Shaz Halliburton? Yes. Yes. My good friend Shaz, hello. Oh, Shaz, you've picked two great franchises she here. She has. She's done well. Back to the Future and The Karate Kid. Rad stories, rad tunes. Yeah. Absolutely. You're the best around. Uh, oh, yeah, my gosh. Yes. No, <laughs> no, no, those trilogies. And yes, sorry, Hilary Swank. I'm not including um, no, Karate Kid 4. No. The next Karate Kid. Yes. No. Uh, or the god-awful remake. But... <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sorry, Jackie Chan. Yeah, well, well, it was the only thing, good thing in that. Yeah, remake. true. Um, I will say though, Back to the Future and Karate Kid, they are my. Wayne is sick. Wayne is on the couch. He needs to be cheered up. Yeah. These films get played. Yeah. Because even if I'm too unwell to even keep my eyes open, I'm just hearing them, and I know exactly what's going on. Yeah, I've seen them that many times. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Look, the Police Academy franchise comes in there as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. A lot of fun. But these films are just amazing. They are. Like, just what a great trilogy. They really are. Um, yeah, I just, yeah. I've, um, I love them, love them. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've seen all three of the original Karate Kids. I know yeah. I've definitely seen number one. And I reckon I may have seen number two, but I don't remember if I've seen number three. If you're comparing um, them, um, like, you know, film for film and franchise for franchise, mm-hmm. overall, the Back to the Future films are far more superior. Yeah, for sure. Um, like, the first Karate Kid movie is just mint, right? It's oh, gold. yeah, it's great. Um, part two, is, I think, is actually quite good. Yeah. Like, it's quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, and part three, it's kind of formulatic. So, By you know... That time, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you know, whereas, like, Back to the Future 3 is still pretty good film. Yeah, yeah. Karate Kid 3 is a bit like, okay, I'm watching it because I love the characters. And it's and like, you, you know you're watching the third film yes. in the franchise. Yeah. It's not yeah. as fresh. And the Karate Kid films as well, like those three films are set over, an, I think it's an 18-month period. Really? Yeah. And they filmed them over a few years, didn't they? Oh, yeah. If you yeah. if you want to take it literal, you can see... that growth spot. Yeah. You <laughs> see Daniel Lurie's Daniel like, really, yeah, he gets, he gets, yeah. yeah, he gets but they're, yeah, they're, they're set just over 18 months. Wow, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Um, Back to the Future, though, like so that one of the best trilogies out yes. there. Such a good sci-fi, yeah. family story. So, like Michael J. Fox, man. Yeah, what he was guy. amazing. Yeah. I love him so much. And part two of that film gets crapped on a lot. Or it's did... my favorite. I really like it. I like number two. Yeah. I get why it gets. I get why it gets crapped on. I really do. But oh, I just it's fun. I just love it because you know that was 1985, and that's what they thought 2015 was going to be like. Yeah. yeah, like literally, and it was so. Cool and clever and fun. Yeah. And, and of course, there was Michael Jackson references, <laughs> as there are in 2 and 3. They yeah. reference MJ in, in the third one as well. But um, so that Because he does the moonwalk. He does in the bar when he's yes. like when when when, he's getting shot at. when Biff is shooting. <laughs> yeah. Iteration of Biff is um, yeah. shooting at him. Yeah, he he moonwalks and spins. Because yeah. I remember great. critics at the time were saying like, oh, you know, the move the the, the plot <laughs> is confusing for part two and the makeup looks horrible. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Just nah, it's not that bad. Relax and enjoy it. Yeah, one, it's a lot of fun. One thing that annoys me about part two, and okay. it is so minor that it is. Um, you're able to bypass it, if you will. Okay. So, part two finishes. We have To Be Continued. Yes, we do. And then they show a compilation of scenes for part three. Yes, they do. Pisses me off. (laughs) (laughs) Because you feel like that part two like he's you know the ending it's 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 this anticipation mm. don't tell me what's coming up yeah you know what i mean it was a really interesting choice to kind of attach a trailer of sorts yeah. to the end of part two do it at the end of the of the credits if you want but yeah. not straight after yeah. um 
I press stop because I can tell you it kills the mood yeah, for me. That's fair. Yeah, it's it just sounds like they're trying to shove it down your throat. Yeah, like hey, look at this other movie we got coming yeah, out soon. Yeah, exactly. Know? Come yeah, and watch it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's but uh, but uh, again, easy to press stop. Yeah. <laughs> and done. It's really you know what I, I one of the thing other things I like about Back to Future Part Two mm. is seeing the same actors play different versions of themselves. Yes, and like or different and all the different characters, like yes. you know Thomas Wilson doing the different iterations of Biff. Yes, as well as Le- Leah Thompson doing the different versions. Great and- Leah Thompson. Yeah, yeah, she's so good. And then and then and then freaking Michael J. Fox as his own daughter. Yes, like son it took and me, daughter. I didn't realize that was him until I got older. <laughs> yeah, and Wait, I'm like I didn't realize. Yeah, he plays his own son and yeah. daughter. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the chick with the blonde, like the long straight blonde yeah. hair. Yeah. Let, that's, let, that's, let, that's that's Michael J. Fox. Can we let's be let's be honest. Yeah. It's not the most attractive girl. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think I don't think I've watched it enough to realize. No, well, yeah. see, I didn't realize for years, and then I was one day I was watching it because like you notice like the broad shoulders, yeah. and then I'm just like the face, and I'm like, oh, it's him. Yeah. It's <laughs> not a woman. Yeah. But it's it's really really well done, and I like how they you know they they've got you know. Flea from the Red yes. Hot Chili Peppers is Needles. Yeah, 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 he does a really good job, and I just, yeah, and the and and then with Back to the Future too, the whole you know the whole you know yellow and chicken. Like, yes, it just keeps thing, going. That yeah, I and love just it. also that he witnesses scenes from part one, like that's yeah, what I love. That's what I love. Yeah, yes, it literally because it's, it's like yeah, he goes into the future and then they go back to an alternate nineteen eighty five. Yes, and then they have to go back to nineteen fifty five. Yes, like. That all those different, t- you know, time zones, time, yeah. you know, I just, I love it. I, yeah, I think it's, it's really great. clever. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really yeah. good. So, like, again, like, with part three, it's not one, like, it's my least favorite of of them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because you have all of this complexity and zigzagging across timelines and things. And then part three is just set where it's, it's set. It's just in the yeah. world west. But again, yeah. great film. And I'm glad that they did something totally different with I, it. Yeah. But it just feels a bit... Subtle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I really like, though, the fact that part three gave, gave like, Doc a, a happy ending. Yeah. Like, Mar- Mary, Mary Steenburgen is, you yeah. know, I've forgotten her name, but, you know. Yeah. Their, their chemistry is wonderful. Yes. And that purple outfit she wears. Yes. Mm, Cute. I wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> As a kid, I wanted yeah. to wear that. Yeah. 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 Do you like the, these franchises yes. as well? Yes. Um, yeah. Karate Kid, I haven't actually seen. Uh, but Back to the Future, definitely. Yeah. yeah. There's a great time. When you watch the Karate Kid for you, and do, because you'll, you'll enjoy it, right? Yeah, it, I reckon, it, it, I reckon you'll, yeah. you will. Yeah, okay. you'll enjoy yeah, it, yeah. Because it's, it's a, you know, it's a teenager's, like, doing karate. I mean, well, you've done yeah. bloody, um, what is the, the martial arts you've done? Taekwondo. Taekwondo. Yep. Yeah. Not karate. No. But yeah. <laughs> I feel like maybe you'll appreciate it. Similar. Similar after you, After you watch it, um, go onto YouTube and you'll find a video that, explains why Daniel is the bad guy. <laughs> have oh, you yeah. seen his life? It is yeah. so funny. Is yeah. Great. So, you know, Daniel gets bullied throughout the film and okay. he turns to karate to, to protect himself and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then there's a very clever YouTube video about why Daniel's really the troublemaker and pretty much the psycho of the film and things like that. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm really interested in watching the sequel series to Karate Kid yeah, that YouTube have YouTube produced. YouTube Red has but, um, produced. Yeah, they've, and yeah. they've gotten... The, the two actors from the first one. Yeah. Johnny yeah. and Daniel. Yeah, yes. Johnny and Daniel. The guy who played Johnny, um, William. William Zapka. Zapka, yeah. yeah. Um, 
he was kind of like the joke of the 80s. <laughs> he always played like jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's in one, of, one of those well. like, you know, tough guy jock. Yeah. Yeah. Letterman jocks. Yeah. But he kind of yeah. stayed um, uh, active as well. Because I'm like, yeah. you're a really good actor. You disappeared. But it was great to see that he's still. He's still active in the Yeah, business. still doing things. But Very yeah. Good. But I'd love to watch the series of Karate Kid. But yeah, I, I, I've heard it's quite good. I just do not need another subscription. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah. I can't and do it. That's a conversation for another time. Yeah. I can't do it. Yes. Okay. Thanks, everybody, for your responses. Yes. I'm surprised Philip didn't come in with the Star Wars series. I know, considering <laughs> well, Empire, yeah, Empire and Jedi both yeah. came out. Yeah. And I will say, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite Star Wars film. Yeah. Came out in the 80s, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I love it. I love that it's it dark is, and edgy. It is very different. Yeah. It's the I only mean, one that made me cry as a child. Made you cry? What part made you cry? When C-3PO was torn to pieces Aww. as a child. Oh, yeah. I, made I me, that. Made me cry. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't like that when I was yeah. a kid either. Very dark. Yeah. yeah, but watch watching that as an adult like makes me love Han and Leia so much. Yes, I was that that whole storyline is it's beautiful. It's really well it? done in that yeah. movie. Oh. Yeah, and just everything in Cloud City. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. and Lando. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lando Calrissian. Yes. Amazing. Okay, so next week. Um, I, I took a, a question that Fulia suggested, yeah, you did. um, <laughs> off, off mic. Um, I don't even remember this. That's all right. <laughs> so the question is, uh, what's one movie quote you could live by? Sweep the leg. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to need a body bag. Yeah. Put him in a body <laughs> That's a really goofy laugh as well, like yeah. <laughs> very 80s yeah um yeah any so yeah any movie it doesn't have to be your favorite movie it just has to be like a quote that kind of you know you can either relate to or you just love for what it is or whatever like if it makes you feel something i've got all these scarface quotes running in my head yeah yep (laughs) yeah it's gonna be a tough one for me i've got all these animated ones running through my head (laughs) yeah i feel like you're gonna have like a couple of really good like disney ones because they have some fucking good yep they do i've already got one stuck in my head right now Oh. And but I don't but I, I don't specifically live by it. Well, we don't need to know that. No. <laughs> you just like it and pretend you. Yeah. Do. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's totally yeah. fine. So use uh, hashtag tell Fred so we can find your answers, um, and we'll have a big chat about that next week. All right. So there's a lot to talk about in this little teeny se- segment. Mm-hmm. But uh, what's up with Fred, guys? So much. So much. We, we are so busy right now. It's yeah. I, I, we're freaks. Everyone winds down towards summer. We get busier. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Um, so Fulia and I last week came together mm-hmm. as we do once a month mm-hmm. and filmed the new episode of Collectible Chaos. Yes. I'm very, very excited. And that will be out Tuesday. It's coming out on Tuesday. Oh, hello. And in honor of the one and only Stanley. It's top 10 Stanley cameos. Yay. Um, I already know what I'm, my favorite cameo I'm, is. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> okay. Can I, I wonder if I should ask you what it is now. Maybe off mic. I don't know. Or do you want to Oh, say no. It? I don't mind telling, telling you. No. Um, it's that one in, uh, in uh, Spider-Man where he's in the library and he's listening to music. That's my favorite cameo. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is a great I one. I love it. That, that is a great <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so look out for that Tuesday night. I, we had a good time filming. Yes. And I'm very excited to see how this one turns out. Yes, this most one's Im- going to be good. Most importantly, how it sounds. Yes. yes. It sounds it's gonna sound very good. Because really we've good. upped the technology at we Fred have. the Alien. We've upgraded. We've upgraded. It's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. Um, yes, and then we've got an episode of the monthly also out this Coming week. Coming out on Wednesday. Yeah. That'll be a good, good, fun one. Make sure you uh, answer this month's question. Yes. What was it again? Well, 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 <laughs> We're talking about animated movies That's and, their, and their sequels. Which did you like the sequels more or the original films? Yes. Basically, we're going to have a discussion which about that. Which did you prefer? So. Which did you prefer? Hashtag tell Winifred. Yes. Um, be a good one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've got an incompetent, uh, incompetent gamers stream happening Monday. Um, so you're so on every Monday now. I, I am out. now yeah. officially on every Monday. Yeah. So uh, watch, watch Fully Alive on Monday, yes. or if you miss it, it's repeated on the website every Saturday. Yes. And yes. then we've got um, the boys Sharpie and Darth Puddin on Tuesdays with their incompetent gamers yes. stream. It, and it's touch and go if they have internet. <laughs> that too. That's half the fun. Do they fun. actually get internet connection this week? Yeah. Will they or won't they? <laughs> <laughs> To game or not to game? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That is the question. Yes. Um, what else have we got? We've got um, fruitcake. What else have we got? <laughs> I know a certain stage show. Yes, we got on. a stage show. Well, are you producing something? Yes, I am. I am producing a show. <laughs> What's it called? That was written by you, Wade. Oh, stop! Also <laughs> <laughs> directing it. Hey. Yes. Uh, Whatever happened to Jeremy Baxter mm-hmm. for yes. Midsummer 2019? Yes. See, this is where we're tempted to say to Fulia, oh, what did happen to Jeremy Baxter? What you'll actually say. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. You're oh, just going to have to come and see the show. Yeah. Yes. And yes. Kendall, you don't know what happened to Jeremy Baxter. Do I you? don't either. No. Yeah. No. no. So this is going to be this is going to be a very interesting show. We've never done anything like this one before. No, it's a it's a it's a different one, yes. um, which is which is exciting. And you know, I was actually thinking recently about the type of shows that. Fred do and I love the fact that this is something totally different the writer was you know this black comedy about mental health and then we went totally fun with Michael and Philip we did that for two seasons mm. um, which was just an outright comedy yeah some drama but it was just about having fun and chaos totally um, and this one here whatever happened to Jeremy Baxter is purposefully supposed to be intense and dark, and I know that you're always supposed to have touches of humor, but we really don't have any <laughs> because it is supposed to be this um, intense, almost immersive experience. Yeah. You know, as an audience, you stay in your seat, absolutely, but the idea is because we're in such an intimate space, you can feel the tension yeah. in the room because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a cast of four, but essentially the play is three men, two rooms. One outcome, (laughs) you know, it's uh, like, you know, that's the goal. We're working hard to achieve that. Yeah. Great. Tickets on sale now. Yes. Yes, Yes, they are. Check them out. Guessworks. Yeah. Guessworks. Midsummer. And you can, you can also find it on our website. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And we'll start to have some behind the scenes shots and things like that as well. Yeah. Coming through. Yeah. Popping up. It's good. So so keep your eyes peeled for our Fred, uh, Fred page on Facebook. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? Uh, so we've got a Fred Watch. Fred Watch. Yep. So we did a Fred Watch podcast um, recently. Uh, this island Earth. Uh, <laughs> have a listen. <laughs> it's a really good one. Have a listen. Um, mm. Ash is uh, guest oh, Ash. starring on that one. Yeah, uh, and guest starring he is. Yes, and yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> you know, he's so great. He owns his cape on that one. He does. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, he's hilarious in that. 
and worth watching the film as well. <laughs> yeah, so if you want a link to the movie, you can watch for free. That's on our website as well. Yes. In nice. the post, yeah. So we'll have three Fred Watch podcasts this month. So two specials and then our main one, which will be Superman. Yay. So that'll come. Hey. Yeah, so, so that'll come in about three weeks' time. Yeah. Uh, first of December and then hopefully 25th of December we'll have some specials as well. Fantastic. Awesome. Love it. Yes. Great. Okay, I think that's a wrap then. Oh, it's all happening. It's, it's all yep. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Everything's happening. All right. That was a podcast called Friends. Yes, it was. <laughs> Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud or on our iTunes. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get T-shirts, hoodies, wall art, home decor, bags, and stationery. With our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented Bethany Griffiths and Michael Wister, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, Collectible Chaos, Fred Watch, Beta tests, amusing musings, and our live stage shows such as the writer of Michael Brook getting there in the morning. And that was the Fred Plugs. Oh, that was the Fred Plugs. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Wayne Stellini. And I've been a Fulia Cantarmaggio. And you just experienced a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Episode uh, 45. Five, wow. 45. 45. 45. Yep. Five from 50. Yep. Yeah. Of the new money. Yes. Thank you money. so much. <laughs> that money is so new. We don't even think about the old money anymore. Yeah. We really it's don't. so old. It's so old. It's so it's, passe. Yeah. It's like it's pounds. We're into dollars <laughs> we, now. Exactly. We don't we've, we've moved beyond. Yeah. You can't. You keep your shillings. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Have you guys seen the new notes going around? Yeah. Yeah. Fifty dollar notes. Yeah. yeah. They look schmick. They look cool. very nice. I like them. Yes. Thank you everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. Oh boy. Remember to eat beef. Laters. Laters. Some of the pumps say that. Laters. 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 See you next time. Bend it from Beckham. Bend it like Beckham. Bend it from Beckham. Like Beckham. I got it from Bend it like Beckham. They're always like, Laters. Laters. No, I just do Laters for everything. You are great. This is why we keep you around. And. <laughs> Hello, I'm Frank Pickle, and I'll be here for the next hour, or maybe a little longer in fact, because I have to put my coat on afterwards and say goodbye to the vicar, which should take a few minutes. Anyway, I'll be with you for quite some time. <laughs> So I'll start by telling you something I think you'll find very interesting. <laughs> I first discovered I was gay <laughs> when I was 18 and I fell in love with a young farmhand called Justin. He was beautiful. I've been trying to tell you, dear friends, for 20 years, but it's tricky. That's the lovely thing about radio. Speaking into this microphone here, alone tonight, I can say things 
I could never say to you face to face.